welcome. Hello. So thank you, Roots. <laughs> I, uh, I must have uh, got the distracted there. Welcome, friends. Welcome to Virtual Strangers 167. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Eric. Eric, what's up? What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? Happy Sunday. Doing great, man. Busy. Busy Sunday. Uh, what's up, Roots? How are you doing today? Ah, good. I'm feeling extra fancy. I have an um, expensive Starbucks coffee to remind me that uh, I'm fancy. So. Quadvente white mocha. Yeah, and it's actually more to wake myself up. I had a coffee when I woke up at like nine something, and then uh, I gotta have another one. All right, I'm kind of tired. I only got a couple hours sleep. These late nights, early mornings are crazy, yo. But it's not so bad when I have to work. I don't mind it as much. Sounds like yeah, di- sounds like diabetes in a coffee cup. Mm. <laughs> yeah, pretty mocha. much. Yeah, it's well, it's more. Uh, it's more a lot of shots of espresso. So. Yeah, I feel you, man. Like, I, I could probably use one myself. Sit, sit up late last night, streaming after the fall with my friends uh, Eric and uh, Dee and Skiva. And then... Um... Ugh, don't, don't, don't talk about it, please. <laughs> I'm just now getting over it. I'm, I'm yeah. not even over it. I'm still not over G- it. Guess how it ended, Roots. Um, I don't have to guess. I was there in the audience watching. But, oh, were you? Were you? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I can't believe... You know, the, the biggest thing that when I was telling Eric this earlier... Um, I felt really bad. I felt good that I wasn't in there because I got off work late. I was supposed to be in that that um that group, and uh, but I felt bad because I, I listened to you guys feel so bad about not finishing your run, and then you you triggered it. You found it, and you were all excited. You were like, you were specifically were like, oh, I was so bummed out, you know. And then the very next fucking wave, it happened again, and this yeah. time you couldn't find the zombie, and um. That's just that sucks. Well, I had a couple of uh, epiphanies since then. First of all, uh, Eric, do you remember the brutes that were disappearing? I do. In the yard. Yep. I bet those were what, were, what happened, was right? triggering this. Yeah, they disappeared and they went and hid somewhere. Jerks. Yeah, they just knew we were kicking their asses so much. They're like, <laughs> we're gonna go hide. We're gonna go hide somewhere. But that's exactly yeah. exactly it. I can this this thing and Roots mentioned this this morning too in our chat together. Thank God Skiva was there because Skiva was there and he just happened to be recording everything too. So, you know, everything that happened to us, we have a pipeline directly to Vertigo with the exact yeah. recording and everything that happened. So this you know I, this sucked. It was a terrible thing, but the positive is you know hopefully they can send this, they can see it, and they can go okay, we can fix this, and and they will fix it and address it. I hope. I think uh, the the good news coming out of it, though, is I think we can confirm now that those discs do accumulate as you earn them. Because I can tell you for a fact that I had a red attachment, uh, a prototype uh, stock for my LMG that I did not have prior to that run. I know I didn't have it prior to that run because I checked prior to that run. So I know that that's what happened. Either some kind of weird glitch happened where it's just giving me shit for no reason or the the disc accumulate as you get them in the horde runs and it doesn't matter if you die in the uh, game or not. That makes more sense. Although, you know, I guess D didn't have anything and I guess who was the other person that was with you guys? Skiva. Skiva, but I don't Skiva. know, man. I, th- I think they needed to check better. You got to check every weapon. Do because I had, I had one from the run before because the same thing happened to us during our 12-hour stream, right, Wes? It was... 
you know, that stream, it ended the exact same way as this ended where we got, you know, we had to basically shut the game down mm. because we couldn't end the level. And when I came back, this is yesterday was the first day I had been back since that day. And I had a red prototype barrel for the new auto shotgun. And I did not have that before. Maybe you, huh. your memory is just getting older. You're just not remembering things. <laughs> I was well. in it and did a whole run. And... No, <laughs> this would make sense too, because what do you, you get duplicates, right? For, uh for some of them so it's very possible and then that turns into to, to harvest so right. it's possible d d and skiva both got all duplicates and just got more harvest and they just didn't wouldn't know exactly so exactly because I, I had a bunch of harvests coming uh, coming in i had way more harvest than i thought i had like i was almost broke last week and now all of a sudden i've got a couple of hundred thousand harvest uh where did it come from well it probably came from that that horde run that got prematurely ended last week it'd be nice to confirm that 100 but i i would say i'm 95 percent convinced that i mean everything lines up logically that that would be the the case and then at that, at that point now you've only lost a couple levels versus 43 or whatever i don't know what level you got to when that happened this time so anyway uh, up late last night doing that end up uh going out of that and uh taking a little break start reading through the news trying to kind of vet things for today's show uh pass out sleep in my chair for a few hours um wake up this morning and get started on the show and dudes just so much news like an incredible amount of vr news this week um patrons if you're subscribed to our patreon be sure to check out this week's show notes there's all kinds of extra stuff on the on the bottom I mean, we could have done another show or even two shows out of what we cut this week. Uh, just an incredible amount of uh, stuff to uh, talk about today. And um, yeah, man, I'm kind of excited to get into it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, the good news, though, is anybody who can't see the cutting room stuff, maybe come check out VR Crewcast tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that's you might, you might hear say. some of it. Yep. <laughs> that's very possible. Um, you know, Pico launch. We're not even talking about the Pico launch this week. Um, there was an NVIDIA keynote. Let's talk a little bit about that. There was a lot of next-gen tech on display this week. Uh, first of all, we have Meta. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, jokes about Meta and their legless avatars. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of speculation about Meta and their designs on potential full-body tracking going forward. Uh, Meta shot off some new tech this week, uh, Roots. Uh, full body tracking or full body estimation. We won't call it tracking, but body position estimation uh, through AI and neural networks. And apparently only using the tracking data from the Quest 2 as it stands today. And apparently uh, pretty accurate uh, from, from what they're saying. That's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to make things a lot more uh, crazy for immersion with other people, right? I guess that's um, probably the better, the, the, the goal, right? So, Yeah, uh, the, 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 that's what they said. That the, the way that they said this stuff works is kind of weird. Like, you're not going to be able to look down and see your own body tracking in, in real time. For some reason, uh, the controller tracking kind of breaks it. Uh, but Eric, I mean... The way it's going to work is everyone else that's in your space, you're going to be able to see what their body's doing. So you're going to still be this legless floating torso, but you're going to be now you're going to be in a world 
of people with legs, which is a step in the right direction, uh, pun intended. Yeah, it better be. I mean, holy crap, man. How can they not have this right? You know what I mean? I don't get it. I mean, there's other <laughs> there's other systems out there where they have it. This is meta, for God's sakes. Get this thing right. I mean, this is, people have been asking for this for years, and it's, they're just now getting it to the point where you can now you can see other people. You still can't see your own legs. You can see other people's legs, which I guess is the main <laughs> well, thing. Well, that's but... all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I don't spend a lot of time looking at my own legs anyway in VR, so uh, they won't be missed. That's a good point, actually. I mean, there's very few case points. I mean, you glance down and you see them, but I mean, it's not it's not that big a deal. I don't think. What about, what about uh, Lieutenant Dan? He, he, he didn't see his legs. Well, you know, he looks at things a little <laughs> bit differently. I 100%, 100% think so. Uh, NVIDIA keynote was this week. We got new graphics cards rolled out. Expensive AF, as we expected them uh, to be. But uh, some advancements in, in the realm of VR. First of all, they had the uh, the Omniverse cloud system that they're rolling out for you know their architecture for the uh, future of the metaverse, as well as um, a new version of DLSS, DLSS3, that uh, apparently, uh, Eric, you can see dividends from today. Like if you have like Microsoft Flight Simulator, apparently um, this makes a pretty significant difference with regards to frame rate in that beast of an application, which I still have yet to try. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that that's the, I think that's the only one you can run it in and 90% of the people won't be able to run it. But yeah, that's, that's fantastic. You have to be able to, I mean, most people can't run that game without getting a lot of choppiness. And I, I mean, even with my, I mean, with my gear here now, it's, it's great. But, um, is that for the whole, all, all RTX, man, I can't talk all RTX cards, or is that just the 4,000 series? I, I would assume uh, if if the past is any kind of indication, it, it will be for all modern uh, cards. But I could be wrong. That the, there there is some new tech at play here. DLSS three might be um, something that's exclusive to uh, four thousand series. I haven't, to be honest. I, I've been so busy with other stuff. I didn't watch the Nvidia keynote, so I'm not a hundred percent. I'm sure someone in the chat or in the comments will uh, will clarify. Yeah. But you know what, Roots, it really don't matter because I'm not buying one of these fucking things. Are you going to pay $1,500 for a new graphics card this gen? Uh, no, that, I just bought a really good one for 1000 That's going for eight yeah. ninety nine now or something. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's at some point. I don't yeah. I don't care how good this... I mean, the, this is the thing. The card is going to be amazing. It could be. But $1,600, I, I just... Especially after the weird shadiness that NVIDIA has been doing lately... EVGA, one of my favorite companies that said, fuck you, we're not doing business with you. Not only yeah. not only are we not doing business, but like we just we we they don't they feel like they were disrespected. And so I feel like something weird's going on in NVIDIA. And I don't know like the weird the world's so weird. Things could change on a dime and we could just watch them disappear. I don't think it's gonna happen. But um I just I would rather just stick with what I have now and and uh, cross my fingers, I can still get my card worked on at EVGA if, it, if something happens. Yeah, NVIDIA's reputation is something that has been uh, slowly deteriorating over the last decade or so. Uh, you know, they, they said during this keynote, apparently, that uh, declining GPU prices are a thing of the past, <laughs> which, which basically says we're never going to give you a cheap card again. Mm -hmm. You know what I say to that? I say, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Okay. Go ahead, NVIDIA. As as the need for um, 
powerful gaming PCs begins to diminish over the next few years uh, for various reasons, cloud computing not being uh, the least of them. As AMD emerges as a, uh, a viable um, alternative uh, and as consoles and, and standalone uh, continues to get more and more powerful, we'll see. We'll see, NVIDIA. They talk a big game now like they still own the fucking world, but uh, I think they've got some hard lessons to come over the next few years. Yeah, they're coming soon. Phil Aron says uh, they're using DLSS 3 ex exclusively in the 4000 series to begin with. So it'll be a, a probably timed exclusive. And the jump is not that great, to be honest with you. If you look at the performance jump from the 3000 series, or at least the 3080, you know, series 3080 like TI like we have, or 3080 like Wes has, um, the jump is not that big. So for for somebody that has already bought a 30 series or a, the higher end of the 30 series, you, this is a no-brainer that you would skip this generation and get into the yep. 50 series because um, yeah. it's just not worth it. Yeah. This is, it's just like what they did uh, before uh, when they moved to new architecture. The 20 series, uh, they, they charge people 50% uh, more money to, to be beta testers, basically. And I expect the same thing to happen uh, for the 5 series as happened for the 3 series. They're going to realize that, uh, that if they want to sell some of these things, that they're going to have to back the price off a little bit. And, uh, and the next cards will be even better for even less money. So. I'm getting a uh, 4090 Ti tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I'd have God. to sell every. I'd have to sell everything I have. Yeah, you know, you just sell your monitor. I am not get. selling this monitor. <laughs> this is one of the best things I've ever bought. A crushing blow to the VR is dead community this week, as Unreal Engine 5's key features have now been confirmed to work in VR. So when Unreal 5 came out. Um, the uh, Epic Games uh, touted revolutionary new tech in the form of uh, Lumen and Nanite, which, uh, one of which is a uh, software-based global illumination system. It's, it's basically uh, ray tracing without needing special hardware for it. And then uh, the other being a uh, Nanite being a, a revolutionary new geometry system uh, for, for the Unreal 5 engine. Uh, you know, when this stuff first launched, uh, it was not supported for VR. And, of course, everyone, all the naysayers came out and said, see, VR is not that big a deal. VR is going by the wayside. VR will never be as good as flat. And uh, here we are uh, about six months in. And uh, Roots, all of Unreal Engine 5 is now supported in VR. How awesome is that? That's awesome. It just shows you that, I mean, everything we knew, Epic's all in right and it's their engine and they're going to do uh vr it's ridiculous to think that that um they weren't it wasn't going to be amazing and, and better in vr like even just these mods that we've played like red dead 2 with games that are how old are better and then flat version you know what i mean yeah. phenomenal and now we've got this this uh engine that's going to make it so much easier and so much so much better it's gonna be amazing now, it is a universal. Uh, not every version of Unreal 5 um, is able to use these features uh, for VR. Namely, specifically, uh, standalone hardware. Can't run it. So, uh, mm. sorry, Quest. Uh, sorry about your damn luck. Now, there, there is a special version of Unreal 5 for uh, standalone for Quest. Um, but it, it will not and probably will never be able to run Lumen and Nanite. So, uh 
Yeah, uh, too bad, right? Quest three. Um, Phil Yarn wants to know what monitor you got there, Eric. It's like it's. I was thinking about it. it's like fifty six <laughs> inches because I've got my vertical yeah. monitor and it's twenty seven, and I was trying to picture because I was watching a short. I was trying to picture my monitor double for that short, right. and I was like, "Fuck, man, that is a big monitor, bro." It is, man. It's a fifty five inch Sam, um, Samsung Arc monitor, so it's a curved screen. Um, this thing is is as a monster, but. Man, it's just so nice because um, you can use PowerPoint, I think it's called, by Microsoft, and I can split every screen. So right now, currently, I have five windows open on this thing, and they're all big, you know what I mean? So I can see chat, I can see Discord, I can see, you know, Ninja, I'm monitoring, you know, you know, a couple different things. And, and you, I had to have three monitors before to do that, so I just sold every one of my good monitors, and I made up some money there, and... And I uh, got this thing. It, it's well, it's a, it's a huge expense. Trust me. No, you know, it, it, I, I it was stupid to buy it really, but it's just so good, man. I love it. But uh, this yeah, man the, legitimately the thinks <laughs> that he's better than us. It was freaking Todd's fault, man. Todd, I'm, I my Todd. wife is like, and you can never go to a show with Todd again because he got me all wrapped up in this thing when we did the demo at, uh, at PAX, and like we bought it the next day. So it's all his fault. Mm. Well. Allow me to uh, piss on your sunny day. Um, <laughs> my monitor is 46 inches. Uh, what? But it, did, it didn't cost me all that money because it's a special kind of monitor called a 4K HDR television, <laughs> uh, which only cost me a few hundred dollars. And I can cut it all out into all these little different screens you too can if run I want PowerPoint. to. You can. You can. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, if you can run fancy zones on any zone, it's, it's, that's a computer program. So you can run fancy zones on anything. Fancy yeah. zones. I like the name. Yeah. Of that. That, Hell yeah. that alone is, is good. I'm doing it. It's fancy. It's fancy. Here's what you're paying for. Here's what you're paying for when you pay uh, money for an expensive uh, PC monitor. You're paying for uh, quick response times. So mm, like yeah. one millisecond, it's, yeah, it's 10 milliseconds. So if you're like a hardcore competitive flat gamer, there's some value there for you. Or if you're someone who's like a, a video editing professional and color accuracy uh, has to be perfect, these monitors are, are worth their money. Mm. Uh, but if you're like me and you game mainly in VR, and uh, I mean, it's my, my TV. 166 not a... hertz is nice, though, too. It's, yeah, it's sure, hertz. sure. I'll tell you what, that's exactly that's the biggest thing for me, whether it's World of Warcraft or Fortnite or Fall. Oh, wait, those are all Fall Guys. Those are all flag games, <laughs> like West just said. Um, and all competitive ones that actually matter. So that's a, it's really what matters and inside the headset, which Wes is going to use it for or watching a, a movie or whatever it's a waste right so i'll tell you what man returnal in uh, hdr on my fucking tv looks stunning beautiful i bet and I it, bet. and it's not an expensive tv man it, it's a cheapo uh you know store brand i've got a nicer one in the living room but uh man uh, i mean it, it's good for what i need it for you know i need to i need to play yep. some returnal i haven't done it with my hdr yet oh yeah d's been playing it man she's hooked on it again did she yeah, beat the she first keeps... boss? I don't know, man. We should she get got close. that first boss. We gotta she get got close. That. She got close. Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you what. All she has to do is just watch Wes play one session, like five or six hour session, know, right? and she'll know all the tricks. It's we been should stream that me, again. We should, it's two-player now, man. We did not take advantage of that fully. I think we I haven't streamed tried it. it once, and we yeah. gave I haven't up played it. We, gotta get, we should stream it, man. That's that game deserves it, and we owe it to that game. I feel terrible. Here's the I'm thing: I've been people. I've been itching I, I've been itching to play it. But here's the thing: um, there's been so much happening in VR. Like I haven't had a minute to stop 
and play Returnal. Like, I've, mm. so much stuff. Dude, I've been playing Ghost Runner for this Wednesday show. Uh, so fun. So addictive. Please don't wait till Wednesday to start <laughs> playing this, guys. You're going to get hooked just like I did. Uh, I, I love it so much already. Yeah, I've got some time in it flat. I haven't put the put it in VR yet, but I played it. I probably played about two hours of it flat. It's really it's, it's easy. So fast. The combat, yeah, the combat's easier in VR because, uh, you know, instead of using the thumbstick to kind of steer what direction you move in, uh, you just turn your head. You just turn oh, your head, wow. and you can. Yeah, it's great, man. It's really good. So hopefully, it really Blue works Cross in VR. Doesn't, uh, get a cease and desist. That'd be a nice <laughs> game for a lot of people to play, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, we're going to talk about that uh, this Wednesday. We're also going to talk about um, uh, the, an update to Little Cities that we're going to talk about here in just a few minutes. Uh, and uh, we're going to revisit Boneworks as our classic game this week as uh, Bone Labs coming up uh, later this week. Actually, you know, we, we've got a lot to talk about. I don't want to run on for, for three-plus hours today. So why don't we go ahead and say hello to our friends in chat. That way we can go ahead and... Um, and dive in. And I'm going to do it a little different this week, Roots. You know, I typically just scroll up and up and up and try to pick out the uh, names. Today, I'm going to click on this little box here that says Participants. Ooh. And, uh, well, never mind. It's just showing me six. So apparently... <laughs> well, come on, man. Where is everybody? Come on, man. Are you no participants? <laughs> yep, apparently not. Uh, Bluebell is here, uh, as is Corporate Zombie. He says, uh, I'm thinking my next TV might be a high-res v- uh, VR headset. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. There you go. Yes. Um, uh, Diz the GameCat says, all my TVs have 240 hertz refresh. Mm-hmm. Word? Word. Uh, Space Denison says, Boneworks rocks. Yeah, we're going to see, man. It's been a while since I've been in there. But uh, as I recall, one of the, maybe the most immersive game I've ever played. Um, You're going to do it on new hardware. The 3080, right? That's true. Yeah. NG2. NG2. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Shapeshifter, the amorphous game cat, is in the house. What's up? Mickey Berrios is here. Uh, Phil Yarn is here. Diz the game cat is here. Uh, Fluke Rogi. Uh, anyone else tried that UE5 Lumens demo? On my 1080 Ti, it turns into a slideshow. Mm. No, I have not, actually. Uh, but I would be interested to see how well it does on uh, on my hardware. Traveling Man 3775 is here. Ape is here as well. Good to see you. Um, Mind Jive um, says 4080 12 gigabytes is a whole different chip than 4080 16 gigabytes. Because it's not 4080. Right. It should have been 4070. Exactly. Yeah, the chipset. It's like um, 104 or whatever. Whatever it is, it's it's the same that's always the, the 70 series. So they're Nvidia's doing some not, shady shit. They're, they're doing, doing some, some shady, shady shit. And, it's you know, not. they're 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 setting it up for AMD to slide in. They should, if, if I was AMD right now, and they probably are, we're talking EVGA, I'd be whining and dining them. and Because if you can get them to release a card of theirs, uh, then forget it. It's, it's going to start, everything's going to start shifting. If AMD was more VR friendly, I'd probably be there right now. But yeah. I didn't. I, they're just not VR friendly. Like I can tell you that even you know, like the Pimax, the Pimax um, AKX does not work with an AMD at all. It, you mm. can't even hook it. It won't work at all. So it's not even. So you know, they just don't play well with VR. If they get their shit together and do something with VR, which they should, yeah. I'd be all over the AMD. Yeah, it's happening uh, necessarily too because AMD owns 
the market in so many different ways. For example, if, if you're a console gamer at all, you're running AMD hardware, like PS5, Xbox uh, Series X, they're, they're all uh, AMD, and, and that has been the case for a long time. So, um, yeah, AMD has their things that they're good at, you know. Obviously, they're lacking in other areas, but I'm quite sure they're going to catch up at some point. Yeah. Um, let's see who else is in the house today. Hacks here. What up, Hack? Chris Oaks as well. Rob Perry. Uh, Mind Jive. Did we say hi to Mind Jive? Hello, Mind Jive. What's up, Mind Jive? Um, the fourth wall breaker is here. Uh, hey, Colt Cabana. Um, Radio Runt. What up, Idaho? Radio Run, Idaho. <laughs> uh, I love Idaho. Uh, Thomas yeah, McNostrel, Phil Yarn, Chris nine nine eight nine, Mark Smith, Salvador. Oh yeah, Decepticon is here. Eye on the Icon is here. Vargosoft is here. Black Market Honey. Good evening from Sweden. Good evening, Black Market Honey. Glad to see that you can join us. Glad we could get on early enough. For you to join us on a Sunday. Um, yeah, we're hearing good evening instead of good morning. That's always good. Phil Yarn was able to make it. I mean, the timing makes a difference sometimes, right? Paradise Decay's here. Oh, What's my God. What's up, PD? What's up, PD? Uh, let's see here. Mike Newton, Mash Daddy Cool, I Am Roots, and Four Wheeling. Hello, 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 and hello. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome VR is here. What's up? How are you doing? Your caps lock's on, bros. What's up, bro? <laughs> I love He's it. Screaming. So good. Yeah. Uh, Greg's VR. What's up, friend? Good to see you. Said uh, watching Red Zone and Virtual Strangers. Well, I know which one of those I prefer. <laughs> Red Zone is that, that uh, a thing? Is that a thing? NFL Red Zone. It's Sunday, bro. Oh, oh yeah. It? I forgot about NFL. I know. What is that? <laughs> Sport? It's been four days and you already forgot about football, man. Oh, What's I remember the that? game. I just forgot that there's actually <laughs> professional football on. I just haven't watched it for like five years or more. You guys been back in to play any more football since Wednesday? I have not, actually. I need to get I back in. I haven't either. I have not either, but I, I did go back to Galaxy's Edge. I was telling Wes last night. I went back and finished the DLC for Galaxy's Edge because I, I did one? have a lot of yeah, I did have a lot of fun in there, man. So I went back and did that. I did not go back into football. Um wasn't feeling it. Uh, Orlin Hooper's here. Um, Orlin Hooper's heard. jacked, yo. <laughs> oh yeah, you know now that we're let's talk about this and and <laughs> and Todd, you guys need to re-record that or turn like it's such a low soundbite. I, I, I need know. to hear it just like you just screamed it. That's what I want to hear. Orlin Hooper's jacked, yo. I think I'm I'm thinking that I, I don't want to say this publicly, but I, I think I'm going to fire him. I think he's, he's out. Done. <laughs> he's out wow tom flesh eater gaming says much love i'll be a vs solid since i work all week no more without parole for me exclusively here well i'm sorry to hear that you're not going to be uh showing up on uh, on west day uh for without parole but uh i'm glad to see that you recognize what the number one vr podcast <laughs> in the world is in terms of quality uh, we keep it real here like no one else. So yeah. uh, thank you, Tom Flesh Eater Gaming. Yeah, oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, anyway, as I've said multiple times already, we have a ton of exciting things to talk about today. So let's get to it.
New Bone Lab trailer reveals surprise release date. Unique avatar swapping gameplay. This is from Ben Lang at Road to VR. Bone Lab, the anticipated follow-up to VR physics sandbox adventure Boneworks, is due to launch this week after a surprise release date announcement from developer Stress Level Zero. Along with the game's release date, a new Bone Lab gameplay shows unique avatar swapping, or A, unique avatar swapping mechanic. Developer Stress Level Zero has been quietly toiling away on BoLab over the last few years, perhaps too quietly. So we're surprised to see the studio today announce a sudden release date for BoneLab this week on Thursday, September 29th. The game is set to launch simultaneously on Quest 2 and SteamVR. Of course, the original Quest will not be supported. Alongside the release date announcement, the studio also dropped the best look at Bone Lab gameplay yet, featuring a unique avatar swapping mechanic, which allows players to quickly switch between various characters with unique sizes and attributes. The, flu the fluidity of avatar swapping, combined with Stress Level Zero's signature shooting and physics-driven gameplay, looks like a really interesting combination that we can't wait to try. Bone Lab is the clear follow-up to Boneworks, a physics sandbox adventure that pushed the limits of physical simulation for gameplay interaction in VR, a method that we found could be both magical and frustrating in our full review of the game. There's little info on the scope of the game beyond the gameplay trailer and the nuggets of info shared on the game's official Steam and Quest store pages. In addition to its release on PC VR, Bone Lab is the first time the franchise will launch on Quest 2, and we're looking forward to seeing how the standalone headset handles the game's heavily physics-driven gameplay. Uh, Roots, um, earlier this week, Radio Run very boldly proclaimed that NFL Pro Era is going to be the Oculus Quest game of the month for September. Mm. Um I'm willing to bet that that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is heads and shoulders, uh, head and shoulders uh, above that type of a game, even though it's a good game and it's big and people that love football love it. This is, this is something different. It was already amazing um, when it was like Boneworks coming to the quest um, or quest two, I guess not quest one. Sorry guys. Um, but uh, the fact that it's one, I, now that I've confirmed it in my mind that it's PC, because it for a long time that we thought it was going to be for Quest 2 only, right? And I want to see this thing on the the, the, the PC. I, I do find it interesting. It doesn't, we were talking about it when we were looking at the trailer, um, whether or not it was PC, VR, or Quest footage. And just this footage, they, these people clearly tried it, right? I think it from their article, it sounds like it, but they said they're looking forward to seeing how the standalone headset handles it which leads me to believe that they haven't tried it. Um, so I don't think that footage was Quest footage. It probably was PCVR. Well, the, the footage is not from Road to VR. The footage is an, an official trailer from Stress Level Zero. So. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is if, if they let Road to VR play it and they didn't get to try it, they, they probably, everything about, I don't know, there's a good chance that everything that about 
what's going on is the PC VR as far as what we saw. Not saying that it's not going to be good, but um, it, it's weird that they weren't allowed to try it, right? They usually tout it too. If it's not always, but most of the time, if it's Quest Two footage and it looks freaking amazing, they'll usually come on, you know, say in the bottom of the screen, Quest captured in the Quest Two or Quest Two footage. Yeah, we're gonna know soon enough. Uh, you know, just just a few days away. This one, um, Eric, did you did you check out the feature that Node did on uh, Bone Labs this week? I did not. Yeah, they did a 20-minute feature that showed off a lot of the uh, um, the uh, avatar creation system and some of uh, the sandbox gameplay. Um, this game looks fucking revolutionary and incredible. So basically what they've got here is they have the most detailed um, avatar creation system that I've ever seen in terms of physical attributes that you can... Uh, apply to your character they basically uh have it down to where you can make a character that is exactly your size and proportions in real life but you can you can make something that's way smaller or way bigger but the the thing that's very unique about it is after you decide the physical dimensions and characteristics of your avatar that then gets converted over into a attribute system. So, um, someone who, who's very big and muscular is going to be a bit slower, but have like way more strength. Uh, you know, someone who's uh, you know short with a low center of gravity is going to have some speed and agility buffs. So basically, you're going to have this collection of avatars that you can play through the game with. As you can see from the footage there you can swap on a moment's notice, right? Switching back and forth between your avatars. And you're going to have to do that because the, the situations in the game are going to dictate mm. a, a character that can handle them. That's and, cool. Uh, it's, yeah, it's something unlike I've ever seen before. And uh, it really, really looks uh, like uh, like a lot of thought and work has gone into it. I want an yeah, Ant-Man size character, oh, you know, that cool. shrinks down to that size. Because talk about scale, right? That's what the coolest thing is. You're going back and forth. You're changing everything on the fly. How cool is that? Yeah. You know, speaking of which, uh, you know how these guys are with their realism, right? We know that from the, the physics in their first game. Uh, so, you know, speaking purely uh, regarding size uh, of your characters that you create, um, changing the size of your avatar actually rescales the whole world for you so like everything like if you if you play in a small avatar the the world is going to seem huge everything's going to seem gigantic compared to uh to your hands and your eyes and your body everything it's not just going to be the same point of view from like closer to the floor for example or higher up from the floor everything is going to scale accordingly to the uh, mm. size of your avatar which again is just next level thinking on their part. That's cool. Yeah, the the UI that they're using to do this is like revolutionary. So the, I think the experience is going to be revolutionary and amazing. And then the way you switch it and the way you build your your character and and you can change it is going to be you know it's going to be different than anything we've ever done before. And um you know from from what I'm hearing, it's going to be like it's going to change the way we do these things with UI and how you change the thing, how you set your character up. Um, and that's what these guys do, man. They did it with with uh, Boneworks too. They revolutionized, you know, physics in VR. Paradise the K is on fire in the chat. He says, "You know who else can't wait for Bone Labs? 
My mom. <laughs> uh, she can't. He also says, you know who else switches back and forth on the fly? My mom. Oh, she does. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, <laughs> so, Roots, one of our biggest uh, complaints about the, the first game, or most people, uh, you know, that, that had any kind of criticism for it, was really kind of critical of the fact that, I mean, in many ways it was a tech demo, right? It was just a, a demonstration of their, their physics technology that they developed in studio. And we were kind of hoping that Bone Lab might be a little bit more of a game than Boneworks. Um, the weird thing is, is that it looks like just the opposite. It looks like this is going to be even more of a tech demo than the original, but that in many ways is what's so exciting about it, right? This new tech uh, really seems like new tech and it's something that's going to be a lot of fun to play with, even in a sandbox environment. Yeah, well, and the original, even though it didn't have like a, a big story per se, I mean, I guess it did in some ways with the monitors and all, we've gone over that, but it was, like you said, one of the most immersive, if not the most immersive game that we've played, and this looks like it's to the next level. Um, so that alone is going to be exciting. You know, I, I look forward to it for so many ways, even if it's not a full-fledged game. I think it will be a lot more than the first one was. Uh, I just hope that they address some of the over, the physics that were a little bit overdone because, you know, the article here said that some of it was frustrating and that's what we felt like in the first one, right? So it kind of made me believe that maybe they just kind of feel like their system is, is the way, is perfect the way they like it and they just brought it over and if that happens it'll still be amazing because it was really good the first one was really good i just hope that when west runs up i said i was saying this between the trailer <laughs> or when the trailer was on to the first um filing cabinet i want him to pull it open and have that drawer stop and not go flinging the whole thing come flying over but I'm, my guess is it probably will still come pulling out well, here's the cool thing about this avatar swapping system is now there's going to be scenarios in the game where it makes sense for you to kind of throw these cabinets around. Like if you're the big, massive, strong guy, like that guy should be throwing cabinets. Uh, and if you're like the little anime girl, like yeah. you should you should have to put both <laughs> hands to open a drawer. That's a good so point. There, there's actually there's situations now where it actually makes sense. I'm assuming that there's also going to be. Um, you know, avatars and body styles that are more suited for climbing, mm. uh, which was another big point of contention on the first one is the, the climbing could have been a lot better. And uh, it looks like uh, or, there's reason for hope, what we'll say, uh, going into this next um, iteration. What are the chances yeah. do you think that they let us turn our arms off? Because I would mm. rather have just had floating oh. hands. And because uh, that was one of the things that was weird about the, the climbing and stuff was the <laughs> inverse kinematics. Now that, of course, it's been how many years since they probably fixed it. So, right. Yeah, zero I, chance, I think by the way. <laughs> zero zero chance. chance. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't think there's any chance. They put so much into this uh, avatar system. Uh, I don't think they're going to let anyone shut that off. And I don't think it, I don't think most people aren't going to want to anyway. Yeah. Well, here's the thing um, with Stress Level Zero too: is they know they have a great game, and they don't give a shit what anybody else says about the game so um they are a company they could care less about any criticism they get for the game they just don't care they know it's a good game they know they've made a good game and then they, any criticism they have they're like whatever we're making our game we don't care and like, you know hey hats off to them they made their own game yeah you can respect that but we also give 
you know, kudos to people, to developers for listening to the community and fixing things that aren't right. You know, there's a, there's a fine line because you don't want that knee jerk reaction to where, you know, they like with Ven VR, they were like ready to nerf yeah. the fuck out of it. Right. Because some people said it's too hard and you can't do that. Right. Um, yep. you can't, you have to stick to, to the values of your game, but at the same time, if something's frustrating to most people in a way that is actually legitimate, you should at least listen to it. And maybe they do, you know, um, they knows? did, they did put save points though in, Bone, in Boneworks. Remember that? They did actually add that. It was like a joke though. Remember they were like, they did it as a joke to joke, you know, to like shame people that they, they, they wanted you know, like, uh, right. save points. Do you so. think it'll be there this time? Probably. I think if I think if it's not, people are going to do the same thing. They're mm -hmm. just going to browbeat them until they do it. It needs to be there. Before it was just too much. You had too many things. You'd be going through for what at forty-five minutes to an hour, and you just didn't know. Am I like, did I pass a point? Um, right. So. Exactly. But there is uh, going to be zero story here. I think, guys. I think this is going to be all sandbox and tech. Like that's it. Like if you think it's going to be more of a fleshed-out story than it was last time. I don't think so. I, I think I don't think there's going to be more than there was last time. But I contend that I mean it wasn't like it was storyless before. They they gave you a backstory. I think it'll be more of that, and, and maybe they'll elaborate on it a little bit. But it won't be like I want. It's not going to be story driven. You know, it's always like a tack on, right? It's like it's they give you something to get you to do the sandbox. Other, you know, it's not it's not the sandbox to work around the story. It's the story to get you into the sandbox that's all it it, it, they give you a framework uh to so that the world that you're in makes sense right the, the 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 way that you're able to do certain things and the way certain uh things work in the world um they, they give you a backstory that allows all of this stuff to make sense in the context of that story and then um they allude i mean they, they leave a lot of it up to uh up to up to you there's a mystery involved that you're trying to uncover uh regarding the world and, and the creators of the world and the inhabitants of the world so i mean it's really quite intriguing uh, i just wish there was more of it you know um yeah. with that I'm, said I'm, I'm fine with it too by the way I, I i like i'm super excited for this game so i, I could care less if they have a campaign with that said, I'm I never finished it. Like I never finished the first one. I made it super deep, played it a ton, uh, but I never did uh, go all the way through the end. One of the reasons that I'm uh, that we're revisiting the, this week is I want to make another run at it. And maybe, hopefully, get it finished by Thursday. So, um, ooh, that's a challenge. Yeah. Are you starting over? Oh, damn, you got to start from scratch. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to start from scratch, dude. <laughs> don't fucking tell me that. Dude. Well, here's the thing, start man. Start from scratch, it, yo. Come on. No. Here's the thing, man. The show's three days away. I've already put significant time in Ghost Runner. Uh, Little Cities, it's not going to take very long to uh, to catch up on that one. So most of my time between now and Wednesday is going to be in Bone Lab. Well, what are you going to do Bone, about Wrath Bone of Works? Wrath of Bone Works. released tomorrow. Oh, you're not, <laughs> not doing Wow. You're, oh, yeah, you're not doing Wow. Uh, never mind. Wow. No, I'm playing VR, bro. <laughs> man, if Wow comes into VR, oh my God. That would be amazing. I agree with that. Probably will. Um, so, uh, time to play PlayStation VR says, so Bone Labs is a big playground with no story. Sounds fun. It's not just a big playground with no story. There, it's th There's three parts, right? There is a sandbox, which is what you're describing here. There is a story campaign, which is what most of that trailer, if not all of it, was taken from. 
and then there's modding, which they they talked about on the uh, the Node video this past week. Um, you know, the modding is kind of limited to the the avatars and stuff right now. Uh, after it launches, they're going to work with the community to refine what's in there, and then they're going to start expanding it and then and allow people to really start world building and, uh, and you know, possibly even multiplayer, stuff like that, get added into it over time. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah, Bone Labs is a lot of different things, and I think um, there's a lot of potential here uh, to where we could see community-based content uh, be even more prolific in this title than even in a game like Half-Life Alex. I, I think that there's a lot more potential here for creators than there is even in that with that title. So, uh, yeah, it's very promising. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Can't wait. Uh, mm -hmm. Vehicles, uh, Eric, there's even vehicle mechanics uh, at play in this yeah. thing. And it's going to be fully moddable. People are going to be making racing games in this thing in a year. Oh, yeah, man. Go-karts. I'm ready. That'll be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And you know, in tech demos are if you if you're gonna not do a story, you have to do something special with it, right? Like it's okay not to do a story and do a sandbox, but you have to do something revolutionary. And just putting this game, you know, that's gonna be close to what Boneworks was on the Quest Two is revolutionary. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. So I'm hundred percent okay. And then they're gonna add freaking vehicles in that you can do. I mean, that wasn't even in Bone Boneworks. I mean, this is they've been working hard, man, for the last couple of years. Plus, all the people coming into VR that, you know, again, I'm always looking at the newbie that just got their VR headset. This is going to be one of the, there's not very many games that, you know, and I, you guys might disagree, you know, being in VR doesn't necessarily make it revolutionary over a flat game. This game is going to be head and shoulders above playing a flat game. There, Like, it's got, it's going to be next level, right? Um, just like Zach Brown's game is going to be, like, some of these games that are coming out in this next year are, are going to be on that next tier, I believe, gameplay-wise. And that's what matters. Like, this is going to be um, something you can't do in, view, in uh, flat, you know, gameplay-wise. So, exactly. Yeah. Mario Kart Bone Lab, man. That would be Hell cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it's wow. going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Greg's VR says, you know who, who else likes it when the bone works? My mom! <laughs> She not only likes it, but she gets pissed if it doesn't work. She'll get really <laughs> upset, like very, very fiery. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, what else? I'm just reading through a few comments here. Um, Corporate Zombie says, Zero story. I kind of hope there's something decent. Why would you need to swap avatars on the fly unless you need to work your way through levels? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely levels. There's definitely a campaign. Don't worry about that. They've already confirmed that. Uh, Chris9989 said the same thing that I was kind of asking you guys. Will it be crossed by? We don't even know if it'll be on the uh, Oculus platform is what Wes was saying. They even confirmed yeah. that. We know Steam and we know Quest. We don't know about PC Oculus yet. Or Oculus is dead, bro. That's it's right. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> uh, it's gone. They need to call it the Link Store and start making releases on it again, but I don't know that that's the case. Uh, I think it may just fade away into obscurity as the uh the larger titles on that platform hopefully make their way out into onto other platforms yeah um let's see here shapeshifter the amorphous game cat what's up friend genetic blasphemies with us as well good to see you on akazi uh thanks for stopping by all um yeah i don't know a lot of question marks still out there on this one i do highly suggest anyone who hasn't watched it yet go check out that video on note it's about 20 minutes long 
Uh, there's a lot of great information in, on it. And uh, yeah, tune in this Wednesday. We'll be talking about Bone Works, the original, uh, before Bone Labs launches the following day on Thursday. Uh, really looking forward to it. Yep. Owen Kazi says Bone Lab is listed on the PC side of the Metastore. Oh, is okay. it? Okay. Well, there we go. There's confirmation. Thank you, Onokazi. So now we we got to wonder: is it cross by? We don't know. Hopefully, I would imagine. Oh uh, yeah. When was the last title that we saw that wasn't cross by? There was has, there has been some sometimes for sure. Yeah. Sometimes usually it's when not. it's usually it's when it's a different game. You know what I mean? Like like when they moved like um uh, drop uh, not drop that. I'm thinking of um, Super Bright when they did um um you know okay I'm talking about I can't. Super bright. I think did the, Moss, Moss the bow and is arrow not crossed by. <laughs> yes, um, Moss is probably the last one. one Super the Hot's ones. not crossed by. Um, Do we know a price handful. on this? Uh, we don't, but I got to imagine this is a forty dollars game, right? This yeah. has to be a forty dollars game. Either thirty or forty. I would lean towards forty. Definitely get away with forty. I think the original was thirty. I thought, but I could be wrong on it. But I think forty is probably very likely. Yeah, different dollars these days than back then. Yeah, yeah, man, I, shit. Mm -hmm. Go back six months if there was another game came out. It's different dollars these days. Uh, yeah, so I, I I would count on forty bucks, and uh, if it's it turns out to be less than that, then uh, we'll have a pleasant surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um. Anyway, the uh, Bone Lab, as awesome as it was, was not the only awesome and exciting uh, game announcement that we had this week. Uh, other very notable VR devs uh, showed their cards as well. No Signal, a Stellaris game, is a VR roguelike from Fast Travel Games. Uh, this article is from Harry Baker at Upload to VR. Fast Travel Games unveiled its next first-party title this past week called Ghost Signal, a Stellaris game. It's coming to Quest 2 early next year, and we've already got some hands-on impressions for you. Developed in-house by Fast Travel Games, Ghost Signal is a roguelike action game set in Paradox Interactive's Stellaris Universe. In Ghost Signal, you'll control a ship through outer space with gameplay featuring combat, narrative, resource gathering, and more. You just got a first look in the trailer we just watched and more details from the description below straight from Fast Travel Games. Uncover the wonders of outer space in this VR action roguelike game. Set in the Stellaris Universe, Captain your ship to battle or befriend a multitude of alien species 
in your search for the enigmatic ghost symbol, ghost signal. Partake in dynamic space wars, encounter planet-sized creatures, gather valuable loot to conduct research, and more. Every journey offers new possibilities. Ghost Signal is designed as a seated experience, and the story mode plays out through roguelike runs, with each level of the run presented as a unique and randomized diorama-like environment laid out in front of you. In each environment, your ship is placed in the middle of a stunning space vista, but the contents of each varies significantly. Some are straight-up combat encounters, while others will see you discover new items and upgrades or converse with aliens via dialogue options. You'll play through multiple runs and encounter different procedurally generated environments, enemies, and items each time altering your ship's capabilities with randomized upgrades and items you'll discover along the way. When it comes to combat, you can switch between three different weapons to target enemies, but you'll need to balance weapon selection with positioning. Some weapons are more useful at close range, while others work best from a distance. Missiles, for example, can make a big impact on tough enemies from afar, but only have a limited ammo per run, so you'll need to use them wisely. Between levels, you can choose to upgrade your ship and its weapons or equip items that modify weapon behavior, depending on your playstyle. You'll find different items across each run and play through a randomized mix of encounters. It's these mechanics that see Ghost Signal join an increasingly large selection of roguelikes on VR platforms, but it also has some distinct elements that keep it feeling unique. The seated approach that uses diorama-like environments, for example, sets it apart as a more calming entry and less physically demanding than other room-scale roguelites, such as Ancient Dungeon or Until You Fall. Uh, Eric, you played through a short run of Ghost Signal at Gamescom this past month, and uh, I know you came away from it uh, rather impressed, right? Yeah, so this was the this was the fourth game that uh, Fast Travel was was touting at Gamescom that you could demo, but this was the one that was completely NDA'd. Like I had to sign an NDA agreement as soon as I got to the booth, and uh, we didn't even know the title at that point. They were calling it X15, um, so they wouldn't even tell us the name of the game. But I did. I got to play about a half an hour of this, and uh, it's really cool, man. It, the the it's the environments when you're in here and you're looking around at your you know, you're kind of third person controlling this ship. Um, it's amazing. The looks of this game will blow you away inside the headset. Like as soon as I got in, I'm looking at it and I was sitting down, uh, facing forward. And then the developer was like, just take a second and turn yourself completely around. And when you take in the whole scene of everything that's around you, it will completely blow you away. It's like nothing I've ever kind of seen before. Um, and then the gameplay is really cool, man. It's like a mix. It's, it is a shooter, a roguelike shooter. Um, but there's RTS elements to it, so it's it's really not an RTS, but it's not exactly a, a, a roguelite. It's it's a weird mix of 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 everything where you have to collect these gems to kind of like you know to to increase your stats, to buy more technology, to to increase what you're doing, and the whole package is amazing. You'll see, like I don't I'm not familiar with that Stellaris universe. People love it though. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. 
and people are like really freaking out about it. But I, I really have no knowledge about that Stellaris other games. Um, but I can tell you this: some of the some of the bosses that you battle in this thing, I got to battle one of the bosses at the end of the level, and it's huge and it's amazing. And and this is one of the games that I came out of the booth and. And GT was running my demos, and I just had the biggest smile come out, and he looked at me, and I had this biggest smile after this demo because it was unlike anything I've demoed at, at Gamescom. It was different than anything else. So, so think about this for a minute. We had uh, Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife from the World of Darkness universe, Paradox Interactive. We had Cities VR, which is the VR adaptation of City Skylines. Again, Paradox Interactive. Now, here we are again, Stellaris, a Paradox Interactive uh, franchise for a third time. Uh, Roots, do you think it's safe to say that Fast Travel Games has become the VR arm of Paradox Interactive? I think it's just it's random coincidence. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. And what's crazy is it, it's cool because they're bringing these known IPs into VR, and that's that's not easy to do right and so they're also bringing these the fans of these these games into vr as well and uh i think it's super cool i'm not a big rts fan that's my biggest thing is like it's got both elements right so do you think the rts fans obviously they're gonna they're gonna love this they're gonna love it like big time is it gonna be different enough to draw someone like myself in that really doesn't have interest in in this type of a game is the question i'd be uh, curious to find out because you know i want to see what it looks like in the headset before i make that decision and then of course i trust your your opinion eric i'm sure the gameplay is pretty cool so it was it was a good mix i thought i mean from from the limited demo i played it was i, I didn't feel like i was overwhelmed with rts bullshit that you can sometimes get into with rts games and there was enough twitch shooting for me to keep me involved mm. um but it wasn't just a mindless shooter either so i I really do think it was a good mix. I think, you know, it'll have something for everybody. Yeah, they they don't describe this as an RTS. They call it an action roguelike game. So exactly. uh, yeah. uh, I, I would think that maybe there's some RTS elements at play here, but this certainly not an RTS game. Uh, you know what I like about it, Roots, is this kind of um, mysterious lore that they've, they've got going on here. And not only that, uh, but while it's a very different kind of game, obviously... Uh, I get, and we say this about a lot of games, I, I get some really uh, faint returnal vibe from it. So like the ghost signal, for one, sounds very familiar to me. Uh, and kind of the structure of the game and how you progress, even though it is story-driven, uh, you know, it's a roguelike that puts you through many runs to progress. I mean, there's a lot of elements at play here that uh, really hooked me in a game like Returnal. Yeah absolutely story can absolutely pull you through that's why people were saying that they thought bone lab should have a, a, a deep story it doesn't always need it but in something like this i think it, it does need it really and uh i think if they can hook me with a story I, i'm gonna maybe i'll go through with some gameplay i'm not normally enjoying um and then find out wow i like this that's one of the things that's great about vr is it gets us to try different types of games that may be flat i'd be like i'm never trying that game never and then I get in VR and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking cool, man. I'm glad I tried it. So uh, I'm, I look forward to trying it and checking it out. You know, Eric, uh, obviously this is a game that's being developed with the uh, standalone hardware in mind. But you said 
yourself that it's a very engaging and beautiful experience uh, in the headset. Uh, when I look at something like this and I start to think about the possibilities of this coming to other platforms, namely PlayStation VR 2, does it uh, strike you as the type of game where some creative application of, say, like eye tracking uh, could be put to some very good use? Because it seems that way uh, from the outside looking in. Yeah, 100%. Anytime you have multiple targets on a screen or multiple um, things that you can interact with on a screen makes 100% for, uh, you know, it makes it a no-brainer for what you're talking about here. Because what happens is you have multiple enemies on the screen at one time, plus a lot of times in many, in, in the demo I did, there was asteroids floating around your ship too. And if you destroyed those asteroids, they gave you this mineral that you had to collect. And so you had minerals that were like floating in space that you had to physically collect. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just collect on its own. So that could be a, a, a gaze-based thing. I, there's a million different things that you could do with eye tracking here, especially when you're talking about having multiple targets on a screen. Um, there are developers out there that are already working on this. Um, you know, um, that, that, you know, the, I know the guys from uh, Starcade Arcade are, are working on this with, with Toby. Uh, and, and we know that Toby is going to be in the PlayStation VR 2 headset. So uh, th this lends itself perfectly to something like that. Because I think, yeah, it's Star Blazer with Starcade Arcade are doing um, eye-based or eye-tracking-based um, you know, mechanics. So do you think the delay in announcing this could have had anything to do with them uh, waiting until some... Uh, you know, news broke about PSVR 2. Originally, that's what I thought. You know, I thought the timing was weird that this Sony announcement kind of got pushed back and, and so did this Fast Travel Games announcement. Now, on the surface, right now, it doesn't appear to be so. But the timing's suspicious, to say the least. Absolutely, and this was one of the things I asked the developer during the demo, or right, right after the demo finished, was what other platforms, that was one of my first questions, what other platforms are in, and that's a common question you always ask because you want to know, but I was like, what other platforms are you guys, you know, thinking about developing this for, or are you? And um, he would not give me a definitive answer like you would think he wouldn't, but he did say that we are open to all platforms. Uh, so, we'll see. Confirmed. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, anyway, Fast Travel, man, just killing it. Uh, you know, obviously they have this, title in developing their studios the publishing wing just smashing it with uh everslot invasion coming up soon they're, they're publishing broken edge um they're, they're publishing we are one they uh just announced that they're publishing guardians as well now bringing it out of app lab onto the main store i mean fast travel uh roots quickly becoming uh the top uh vr game studio in the world uh, with all this activity that's crazy man it's got so many arms out there and it makes me wonder man uh, if, if a lot of these games if that's what they just need to do is can't get off uh, out of app lab just pick a uh a seasoned veteran company that can like polish it up for met for uh, meta and get it on there yeah what else are you going to do what harm is there if you've been on app lab for six months to a year and your sales have tapered off what could it hurt to 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 go give uh, you know a publisher twenty five percent, and let them work their magic with Meta and get a whole second life, and m most importantly, get players into your game. Yeah, because you get on the store this time, it makes it easier for next time. You know what I mean? It it, it just the whole thing. It's kind of like you get your foot in the door, and uh, so yeah, makes sense to me. 
Uh, anyway, I'm super excited uh, to, um, to to finally get my hands on this one. Obviously, we're big fans of fast travel games around here, and uh, this is just another thing on a very long list of uh, things that are coming in 2023 that we are excited to uh, check out. Yeah, before we switch to the next scene, uh, Traveling Man throwing out a five spot says, you know who else, who loves blowing the whistle on the tip train? Toot toot. <laughs> My mom! Well, it's just not the, uh, the the whistle on the tip train she likes blowing, but thank you, Traveling Man. We appreciate that. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate the support as always, friend. It's very, very helpful and very, very much appreciated. Uh, anyway, this uh, ghost signal, not the only thing that was announced for 2023 this week. Another awesome title or awesome looking title uh, was dropped right in our laps with no prior warning. Affected the Asylum coming to all major VR platforms in 2023. This from Arthans VR. The Affected series is coming back, and a new VR title in the series is in development. Affected the Asylum will bring an all new horrific VR experience to players when it launches on all major VR platforms in 2023. As the title suggests, the title will be set in an asylum. Beyond the new setting, the title will feature brand new game modes, interactive mechanics, and story-driven content, all experienced by up to four players, seemingly taking huge inspiration from the Silent Hill series. Fallen Planet Studios will presumably be sharing more as we get closer to its launch 
next year. Uh, Roots, so, you know, we were fans of the original uh, Affected game uh, that's out on all, or, yeah, it's out on all VR platforms uh, currently, uh, which is about an hour-long haunted house experience, which has got some uh, replayability thanks to different um, paths that you can take through the mansion. Now, when that game originally was launched, we were told of a trilogy of affected games that would eventually be making their way to VR. But over the years, uh, we kind of lost our hope that we would ever see any of the other titles. Uh, So I got to say, Roots, I'm extremely happy to see the second entry being announced for next-gen hardware coming next year. Uh, But not only that, but this seems like a big expansion over the uh, relatively linear uh, experience that the uh, first title turned out to be. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I was watching the trailer at the beginning, and I, in my mind, I I had a joke that I was thinking, man, is this guy, I was going to ask you, is this going to be multiplayer? And then I saw them pick (laughs) up one, two, three, four flashlights, right? Because I didn't look at this article. I'm like, oh my God, this is multiplayer. And I think that's super cool because we say everything should be right. But then it made me wonder, like, will it be less scary? Because, you know, you bring a couple friends in there with you and, you know, it's the difference of being in there alone and feeling like every noise and, and it's kind of creepy, right? Um, I, so the, they're going to have to make it next level creepy and scary to get, to make it uh, um, super scary for me. I think that's cool. I, I challenge accepted. Hopefully they... they they do it it's gonna be cool yeah that's a good point roots um i actually was thinking about this myself like on my first playthrough of the game am i gonna bring friends because it seems like you know not being alone in an environment like this um you know it might dull down some of what otherwise might be kind of scary you know it takes something eric to scare me in vr and if I got you and Roots backing me up, man, I ain't afraid of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are you going to uh, you going to bring us along the first time you play this game, or are you going to go at uh, solo? You know, you know who I'd like to see this play alone is D. D. That would be that about. would be good. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking too is this is like a this this bringing people into these scary games is is kind of a thing that's happening because look at Exorcist, the new Exorcist game, yep. uh, Sin. Is, is going to be multiplayer as SIN is safety in numbers because you're bringing more people in. So that's a great question. Is it can they keep the same level of, you know, tenseness and intensity and, and, and fear? Can they do that when you're joking around with, you know, three other people in the headset? And yeah, I just don't know. Like I wasn't a huge fan or I was not scared of. Um, I only played it a little bit, but what was that uh, that um, that ghost game that everybody played that had so much jank? Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. I'm terrible with names today, right? Now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, phasmophobia. And one of the reasons that game really never scared me that much is because you're in there with a group of people. Imagine if I went in there by myself, I'd probably be scared on my mind. Um, so yeah, I'm really concerned about well, the fear you if you're gonna feel it in these games, and is the experience going to be the same if I do play it mm. alone? You know what I mean? Is it meant to be played with four people, and you're going to get a watered down experience alone? And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. You know what I'm hopeful for, and maybe it might not be the case uh, with this game, but I'm hoping as we move into the next generation that we see these kind of games 
um, these co-op games, you know, kind of providing an experience where people have to play together, but not together. Like, let's imagine we're in a giant mansion, right? Or we're in an asylum or something that we need to escape. But in order to do that, there are a number of different things that, that have to happen first on all different areas of the map. So let's say there's a scenario where we've got to send Eric to the uh, to the cellar to <laughs> to uh, get the power back up while uh, I'm up on the second floor looking for the Necronomicon while Roots is in- investigating some weird noises from uh, the first floor. Like uh, in a situation like that, we're all kind of playing the same game and experiencing the the same nightmare, but we're alone locally. And, uh, you know, the, the, while the gameplay is co-op, uh, you know, you're still alone in a, in a scary situation. I, I'm not sure that, that that's the type of thing that, that we've got going on here, uh, but I think there's certainly a lot of potential in this kind of uh, philosophy with game design. How cool would it be if they took the, like, the mindfuckery edge of it? Like, so, like, I'm in there and I'm doing whatever, and Eric comes running up to, to Roots. Hey, what's going on, Roots? And But I see eric as some fucked up creature coming at me and they like start <laughs> playing with you that way how cool would that be to where you're yeah. you don't know what's going on is that really eric or i'm talking to eric and then it really wasn't him it turns into a creature and starts to attack me or like they, there's so many things that could really within five minutes set the pace the entire game that would like if they mess with you enough um you don't know what's going on you know yeah. i think that would be cool Hallucinations yeah, are amazing weird. in VR, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's like one of the best things. And this just goes to show you that we should make our own video game, guys, because those are yes. great ideas. The yeah, Virtual yes. Strangers presents, you know, some fucked up crazy horror title. I like it. Let's I'm telling it. you, I could, I can design the, the fucking scariest horror games ever. If I had any kind of technical knowledge, this would already be done, bro. Well, you yeah. don't even need it. You just need no, to be you just the, need a correspondent that's feeding all the ideas to the people that do, you know? Yeah, we... Yeah, we just contract and hire out the people that can actually make the the smart people that can make the game. We just contract that out. Yeah, still, yeah. well, I'm down, bro. Yeah, I, I can put some people in therapy if you want. I, I, oh, have, yeah. the, Eric's I gonna, have the gift. We'll start the company. Eric's gonna fund it. Just break it to your wife, and uh, we'll just kidding. <laughs> Here we go. Remember that thirty five hundred dollar monitor? Uh, it's gone. That's nothing now. We spent a lot. We have a rendered reality sliding in the chat. What's up? Good to see What's you. Up? What's up? Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Red Reality? Good to see those guys back in action doing their show again on Saturdays. Absolutely. Uh, Paradise Decay in the chat says, On the subject of VR game devs like fast travel games, Sony's Shuhei Yoshida said that these devs are leading the way into the next gen. And, uh, yeah, I saw that as well, PD. That actually was the last article that got cut from our lineup today. That I actually had that... Um, I had that as part of our uh, headlines this week, but uh, it got bumped last minute as I found another cool game announcement that I thought uh, that we would enjoy talking about. So yep. uh, you, you can find a couple of articles related to this patrons on the uh, cutting room floor, actually. So again, be sure you're checking out the show notes this week if you have access to them. Uh, Tom Flesh Eater Gaming, I've been playing horror for 30 years you need minds for story and ideas, Wes. Hit me up. Well, <laughs> there you go. Um, maybe maybe we, we can collaborate on something like that, Tom. Tom, 
I think uh, there's a lot of work in dreams. Um, mm. I want to make something that I can put on the damn store, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I need. I, I want to make games that it takes a team to make. I've got some ideas, but they're pretty big ideas um, with, with some different kind of outside-the-box things. But if you want to collaborate on, like, some story content, I, I, I can certainly uh, hook you up in that department. We can uh, we can craft some tales together for sure. Bluebell says there's lots on the cutting room floor, and she, she's oh, not yeah. kidding. There is tons. And, and just skimming through the articles, there were so many good ones, so many interesting topics. I thought the same thing Eric said. Uh, it's going to be great on the, the crew cast, right? We'll yeah. talk you could, some about some of it, probably. You could done two shows on the cutting room floor, I think. Yeah. 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 Good shows, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's some good stuff down there. It's a good anyway, time for VR. Uh, We've had to go through a lot of shit to get here. Thank God it's starting to pick up. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, Tom, Flesh Eater Gaming, not the only big VR horror buff uh, in the room. I'm also... Uh, a big fan of horror and VR. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh, so why don't we talk a little bit more about some VR horror. Ah, now, let's take a look at him. Well, well, Ethan Winters. You escaped my little brother's idiot games, did you? Let's see how special you are. <laughs> Yes, Mother. Yes, Resident Evil 8 VR supports foveated rendering and headset haptics for true next-gen horror. This from MixedNews.com. In an interview, lead developer Kazuhiro Takahara talks about what makes the VR port of Resident Evil Village so special. So before I guess, uh, dive into this article, I just want to say this uh, Mixed News uh, website has a lot of great articles, a lot of uh, awesome subject matter that you don't see anywhere else. Uh, but they're all, uh, you can tell from people who don't speak English as a first language. So uh, some of this stuff might not read perfectly well, but I think we'll all kind of get the idea of what they're trying to say. Anyway, Takahara had already led development of Resident Evil 7 VR, an early VR classic that was proven to terrify more than a million people. Shortly after its release in 2017, Takahara said that his team had learned an extreme amount 
from working with VR and that he wanted to produce for PSVR again in the future. And that he wanted to produce for PlayStation VR again in the future. Okay. (laughs) It took a little longer, but Takahara's new VR masterpiece will be released in 2023, the VR port of Resident Evil Village, which is expected to go a step further than its predecessor. Thanks to the graphics power of PS5, unique technical features of PlayStation VR 2, and a lot of attention to detail by the development team. Resident Evil Village VR will offer a new gaming experience because, unlike its predecessor, you can play it with real VR controllers, the new Sense controllers from Sony. They allow free hand movements and the simultaneous handling of two weapons. Quote, We tried to make the shooting action and reloading experience as close to reality as possible, but we also tried to balance it so that it doesn't get in the way of gameplay. Suyoshi Kanda, the producer of the original, told the Japanese PlayStation blog. In terms of graphics, the team was keen to maintain the visual feel of Resident Evil Village and use color correction. Quote, We make full use of the PS5's functions to ensure that the color does not fade even through PSVR 2's lens, and we are particular about reproducing it with the same quality, says Conda. It also uses a rendering technique called foveated rendering, where the areas the players are looking at are rendered at a higher resolution. This also makes objects appear crisper. Quote, if you look up at the chandelier in the Great Hall of Dimitrescu Castle, you will not only see the decoration three-dimensionally, but you will also feel that it is very beautiful, promises the VR developer. The VR port will generally benefit from the fact that environments, details, and proportions are perceived more strongly in VR than on a monitor. This makes Lady Dimitrescu's superhuman size even more impressive. As for the visual effect of her daughters in VR, Conda says that they already had a high graphical quality in the original. In the VR version, you can even see how the vampiress's blood vessels pulsate, he says. Another special feature of the PSVR 2 version is the haptic functionality of the headset a unique selling point of the PSVR 2 headset. The haptic effect is supposed to improve immersion on the one hand and prevent motion sickness on the other, a problem that plagued the original. In the demo Capcom showed to the first PSVR 2 testers and visitors at the Tokyo Game Show, there's a scene where Ethan is dragged around on the floor by his daughters. Quote, The strength and length of the vibration caused by the headset feedback are set in detail for each frame. I think that the feeling of VR sickness will be different just by the presence or absence of that vibration, Takahara says. They have followed the guidelines that they developed for the previous model, but they are still studying the underlying problem. In terms of improvements, the new VR port brings over Resident Evil 7, Conda says, quote, The PSVR 2 version of Resident Evil Village is the culmination of how to express the horror experience in the VR world, and we believe that we can provide a gameplay experience that is very close to reality. Adding, 
I think that it was an experience that is very appropriate for the word next generation. Um, you know, it, uh, Roots, when I think back to Resident Evil 7 and all the things I like about it, I think the reason why it's so effective in, in getting a scare out of me and, and so many others that have played it I think it is this sense of realism that you keep hearing these guys talk about. Now, obviously, we're in larger-than-world life worlds and situations, but the feel of the world you're in, and as you move through it and interact with it, even back then with a the gamepad, it was just kind of on another level. It felt real, and it still feels real every time. Yeah, absolutely. And now we're going to have all these extra things on top of it. That's crazy. I did want to add, I think that this... Um, article i think they just one of the things that they probably get paid for by the comma because there's a lot of commas in there west yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah no i i i can't wait man i i think that this is going to be next level and i was saying between the, during the trailer with us three like you've been saying all this stuff about just wait till they get foveated rendering and they get um eye tracking so that the horror games can use that you know you're looking one they know where you're looking and it sounds like all of these things are going to be incorporated into this particular game and um i think that's a bold claim though what if i look up at that chandelier and i don't feel like it's beautiful uh just because i'm like kind of a dickhead person i think it will be beautiful but uh which will add to the immersion as well well here's the thing um eric i don't know how far you played into the 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 mod uh, which is beautiful in its own right. But it's interesting that they point out this chandelier in the castle. Uh, because when you first walk into the main area of the castle and you see that chandelier, it's very striking because of its scale. But it's also very shimmery. And it's not because it's a crystal chandelier. It's shimmery because of aliasing. So I find it interesting that here in this article, they use that specifically of an example of the fidelity and beauty in the game graphically. I think it's just a, one more indication that this game's going to be on a whole other level uh, from not just the mod, but from other VR horror games that we've experienced up to this point. Yeah, I mean, I was already over the top about this game. I mean, I was already like crazy, crazy excited. This has me with a new excitement. I don't, I mean, th th what they're talking about in this article has me completely jazzed up for this game again to the point where for a little while, especially after the last uh, kind of like demo that we saw of Horizon Call of the Mountain, that kind of moved ahead a bit for me for a little bit over um, RE Village. Now, this is my most anticipated game coming out. I, I, this is this is the game with what they're talking about. This is the game that I want to play next year. This is the game that I think is going to blow me away. This is the game that we're going to have to worry about realism in vr and people having issues with it in vr it's going to freak people out to the point where we have to we're going to have to start getting to that point where we're going to have to worry about certain people not being able to handle these things in vr because we're going to get that close to it this is going to be amazing this is going to be next level this is going to be what next generation virtual reality is all about and if they can do that with this game that means that gives me hope that they can do that with all the games that they're talking about doing this hybrid style with do it like this Make it something special. If they can do that, now this is a huge studio. I don't know if every studio can do this, but if they can get close, man, I this this has me so excited. It's got to have you guys like ready to jump out of your skin too, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Roots unprecedented detail apparently in this game. I mean, we've heard the Capcom generically say that uh, you know the the VR version 
is better graphically and, and visually than the flat version of the game, which is a crazy thing to think about. But when you hear these kind of descriptions, not only about the, the chandelier, but they're talking about the, the character models for uh, the, the vampire witches in this game. And uh, they're, they're talking about seeing details like pulsating veins. I mean, that's just crazy to think about, isn't it? It is crazy. And it's, it's something that, um, you know, a lot of flat games, they, as amazing as they can get, make it look, they forget about certain details. But even just like my nephew, when he went into Red Dead 2, and he was like playing through the beginning, and he was like, oh my God, I never saw Dutch grab that bat, that, you know, I don't know, it's like a, a sleeping bag or something. Like all these little details, because you're present in there and you're able to see it, and it's cool that, I know uh, the the videos we watched was it uh, the Europe Europe Gamer Europe is that his name yeah Eurogamer Euro 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 yeah he was talking about how just how amazingly sharp and and crystal clear everything looked and uh, so that's what I'm looking forward to as well I think it's going to be next level and um, super cool Shifter, the amorphous GameCat says the suspense when nothing happens in between, but you know something can happen <laughs> any second is nerve-wracking. And that's another good point about these Resident Evil games. Whether you're talking about Seven or you're talking about Village, you, you know, um, Eric, in Seven, it's Jack, right? Any moment Jack can jump out and, and put you in danger without a second of advance warning. It's kind of the same in Village, too, with these... Uh, these vampire uh, ladies having um, this power of invisibility. You never know when you're going to start hearing them cackle from right mm. next to your ear. And now all of a sudden uh, they're, you know, uh, tearing you apart limb from limb. Uh, it really does um, make every creak, every thump that you hear uh, all that more um, stressing on you as the player. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be the complete package. I mean, think about you're talking about audio cues and, you know, the Tempest audio, and then you're going to have haptics, and you're going to have all these visuals that are amazing. And it, the whole package was what makes you fear these things in VR, you know. And you're right, though, that those moments in between the action where you know something is going to happen, but you just don't know what or from what direction, you can't get that flat, people. I mean, I don't, I don't care how many flat games you've played or if you, how many times you played this RE Village flat. It's going to be different when you play it in VR because you're in it. You're, it's around you, uh, and you're, you're, you're immersed in it completely. And this is going to be a next level. I'm telling you, man. The people who were saying in chat, they, they, you know, these games are going to need to come with like counseling and things like that because it's going <laughs> to freak people out. But this is the stuff I can't wait for. This is the stuff I want. I want to feel like. I want to feel like I need to pull the headset off at some point. You know, what I, mean? I want to feel that. You know, give me, give me that type of realism. That's when I'm freaked out, and this is going to have that. The, our RE8 is going to freak me out. And what I want now, Wes, too, give me the proper RE7. You know, PSVR2 edition. I I'm want sure that remastered PSVR2 because to me, I didn't play a ton. I only played about an hour and a half into RE8 in the v, with the VR mod, and while it was definitely scary. To me, there was way more action to it. It was freaky. There was a lot more stuff, but the the te the intense fear that you get in RE7 from Jack and things going on there, and the, the less action and the more of the just the creepiness and, and and scare factor of it. That's the game I think that will really freak people out in VR. And that's I want yeah. that remastered PS5 
or PS5 and PSVR 2. I agree. There's so much going on in that game that really just uh, gets me and speaks to me because, you know, being where I'm from, uh, I've I've been in a lot of older houses like Wes the one has been in that house. <laughs> yeah, I've been in houses like that. I've met people like that. These, these crazy hillbilly redneck people. So uh, it, it really spoke to me and, and mm. seemed so much more realistic to me than you know this castle in Europe. Uh, so you know what's I, I crazy, crazy about that, Wes, is Jack and his family was never, you know, they weren't always like that. So it's very, mm-hmm. I mean, very possible you were in that house before it went crazy. Right. Now, let me ask you guys this about the um, the haptics, right? They're they're touting this haptics that will, you won't get sick, or at least, you know, that's one of the articles making it sound like it. And, you know, we've heard that before. But I know Eurogamer said that that scene that they're talking about, he felt a little bit of weirdness when he got yanked and pulled across the room, right? And uh, and so, is it? Do you think this is going to be the 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 technology that? Because uh, I personally believe it's more of a frame frame thing. If they can get it up to one twenty, maybe one sixty, you just it just disappears the uh, the weirdness. But I don't know. Well, uh, the the scene that he was speaking to, uh, referring to specifically, uh, was clearly a scene that wasn't developed with VR in mind. Uh, but the way that uh, you know Resident Evil games kind of use these cinema sequences, th- it isn't something that you can cut. Like they're they're telling a story here. There's a it's a big transition from one area of the castle all the way into another. So they kind of have to keep it and, and and just do the best they can to keep VR uh, players comfortable. Um, I'm not that worried about it. You know, uh, obviously most of us have our VR legs here. And I think that um, people who don't, people who are kind of new to VR are going to have a difficult time staying in this game anyway, just because it's so scary. <laughs> so uh, it'll be an excuse to get out, right? Oh, I'm not feeling their friends watching. Like I, I wasn't yeah. feeling too good. <laughs> like fuck. No, you're scared, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Wear brown pants. Anyway. Nobody will know. <laughs> Nobody will know. That's true. I think it's going to be next level. And I think the detail, like Wes was saying, that seeing those veins and just everything, it's already creepy enough um, in the mod. But having that clarity that I've never seen, um, I look forward to it. I think that it's going to be the reason why we're PSVR 2 is going to be next level, right? For all of the things I discussed in this article. And it wasn't... To be fair, mixed, um, whatever this is, mixed X or whatever, really did a pretty good job, like you said, reporting it. It really wasn't that broken. You know, I bet if I, whatever language they speak natively, I would butcher the fuck out of it. I tried <laughs> to write sure. an article. Absolutely. Uh, Tom Flesh Eater Gaming says he understands completely because he's from uh, West Virginia. Uh, you know, <laughs> my dad, uh, my dad's actually from West Virginia. I lived there for uh, a few years, actually, mm. uh, when I was very young, um, started going to school when I was living in Williamson. If you're mm. familiar with, uh, with Southern West Virginia at all, I, I lived in Williamson for some time and have a lot of family there. So that's kind of where I'm from. It's my, uh, my neck of the woods. Corporate zombie says they're going to know when you close your eyes, just saying, and not only that, but you're not going to be able to look away from shit. Like if you want to get away from something, they're going to, it's going to be in your face and you're not going to be able to get away from it and whatever game. And maybe it won't be this game designed that way, but I guarantee horror games are coming like that. So 
Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's gonna give like people the, nightmares. I mean, it is gonna end like Wes said, or I guess what we were saying is kind of, people are gonna actually probably have to get some kind of therapy. Some people, soft people. <laughs> PTSD from video games, bro. Yeah. How awesome is that? Oh, it'll be a thing. Somebody'll be suing somebody. Hey, look, it's coming, guys. It's... Can, can you imagine a um uh Halloween two style? game where michael myers is constantly chasing you and like i think the horror games are going to get crazy creepy and uh it's yeah, gonna be man. fun yeah can't wait can't wait yep uh anyway speaking of uh striking beautiful graphics uh we had some really good news this past week about a very popular pcvr mod and shine, Mr. Freeman. Well, and wine. Rise and shine. Half-Life 2 VR graphics remaster will look absolutely stunning. This again from MixedNews.com. Last week, Half-Life 2 VR successfully launched into open beta. The team is planning numerous improvements, including a graphics remaster. The long-awaited VR mod for Half-Life 2 has been well-received by VR fans. After just a few days, the game has already received nearly 1,500 positive reviews on Steam. I also grabbed the crowbar last week and was impressed with how much attention to detail the development team put into bringing the first-person shooter into virtual reality and how smoothly the game runs on my PC. Immersing myself in virtual environments I remember from my youth is a spine-tingling experience. I have to agree with my mixed colleague Max. Half-Life 2 is the better game in VR. The original was released almost 19 years ago. It's clear that it doesn't offer as much graphically as it did back then. Especially the textures and lighting leave a lot to be desired by today's standards. This is precisely where the mod team wants to start with a future graphics remaster the project's roadmap states that they wish to rework graphical assets and textures partly manually and partly via ai upscaling to get more details and sharpness out of valve's game world in addition the team hopes to improve all levels in terms of lighting and details on twitter the team previews the remaster and shows how atmospheric the game world looks with improved lighting. 
This will roll out gradually as an optional download. Fans of the original will still be able to play Half-Life 2 as it was released in 2004. It's not known when the first upgrades will appear. On Twitter, the team says that they are working hard on a major graphics update. But, if you want to experience Half-Life 2 VR in better graphics now, you can try out a mod pack that the modder Ashok has put together. You can find it on GitHub or Pastebin. In addition to graphics mods, the mod pack contains new campaigns that have been tested for their VR suitability and should entertain for hours. The Source VR mod team is also working on other things besides the graphics remaster. Firstly, weapons interactions and comfort options will be further improved. And secondly, the team wants to pour episode 1 and 2 for VR as well. You can read more about it on the project's official website. You can download the Half-Life 2 VR mod for free on Steam. Of course, the VR mod requires that you own the original game. So, uh, Roots, we have a, a, a VR mod here that a lot of people are saying should be considered for VR game of the year as it stands right now. Uh, but it's good to see that they aren't done with this mod, not by a long shot. This thing is going to continue to get better uh, as time goes along. And they're bringing all the other ones. That was one of the biggest things I heard people asking. What about episode one? What about episode two? Am I going to be able to play that in this? And that was literally what I heard was there's no reason why I can't, they can't bring these out too. Well, simmer down, simmer down now. <laughs> Let them, give them some time. You know, it takes time to do graphics like this. Can you imagine? This is my thing. Because now I really do want to go back in and play this with these these high graphics. And I'm, I don't know. I'm torn. I don't. I think I might just wait because the ease of use of this mod, I really don't want to go starting to worry and try to figure out these fucking mod packs. I don't know, but going in there and seeing the lighting through these windows, I mean, that I, I've said it before, immersion is, there's so many different ways of immersion, but in real life, when we're walking through and we just take for granted reflections and lighting and things, the way the light comes through windows. And so I guarantee as you're going through places, it's going to, we're going to start taking them for granted in the games as well. And it's going to feel more realistic and, um, and super cool. I, I just think that this is cool and it's not going to just stop with the lighting that the reflections are going to be better. And also the, uh, the quality of life with the, um, the comfort options for people that don't really, cause not everybody can play this, you know, like are we go in there, like you said earlier, we have our, our VR legs. There's no big deal. We're going to go into, uh, our, this ghost runner and be jumping around fucking places all over the place th things that nobody can do or some of these people can't do so uh i think it's super cool yeah absolutely uh eric uh, apparently these mods that they're touting and later on in this article are legit um elliot tate from the flat to vr uh, discord channel uh when he announced uh you know uh, this roadmap earlier this week also mentioned these mods and i i mean i could be mistaken but i think some of the work that that the team is putting in to the uh, the official upgrades is going to be based upon uh, this graphical mod um, that they're um, touting in this article. So uh, my question to you is, do we wait or do we start tweaking it now? I'm waiting. I think we wait. I think we wait. I want to see what the, what the actual team can do with it. I mean, modding is fantastic. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how many teams use these mods to, to, to actually, you know, 
you know, enhance their version of their game. I mean, they're they're building off of other other people, which is fantastic. I hope they, I hope they, uh, you know, do something for these people at some point. The the modders that that do this, but I'm gonna wait. I think we gotta wait and see. I want to see the whole package. And and like Ruth said, it would be nice not to have to screw around with the mods to get them in there and buy the packs and you know get it at different points. So you have to put four or five different packs in. And it would be nice just to do it all at one time and then you know enjoy the whole thing. So it's you know, Ruth's one of. Uh, one of the things people keep asking about with this um, mod is, uh, what about episode one? What about episode two? Are they going to be included? Um, and, you know, up until now, we've always had to say, unfortunately not. Mm. Uh, apparently, this not lost upon the uh, the, the uh, Source VR mod team, as uh, apparently this is a work in progress, and eventually we are going to be able to play that content in VR as well. I think it's crazy. I think it's going to extend to every, all of it right like at some point like i would be we'd be naive to not even think that maybe portal 2 through the same i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know how it how it all works um but you know maybe they start bringing all the valve uh things out valve uses them to do it i don't know it would be big too because the story is super fleshed out have you guys kind of gone through the flat ones and played the other episodes of half-life 2 because there's a lot to them like the story leading up to half-life alex is is a lot of that is the is not just half-life 2 it's the other episodes of half-life 2 that kind of lead you into half-life alex so you know there's a lot of people that have never played them flat and if you know a lot of people want to know that story or they had to go watch a youtube video to find out the story if you want to go play that in vr you're going to be able to hopefully do it soon this is going to yeah, make Half-Life Alex look like dog shit, I think, graphically, right? Because Half-Life Alex looks really good, and but we thought that this looked amazing as well. But if they're going to be even better graphics, and it's it's so much more time was put in there, maybe I, I think it's going to look amazing. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm sure it's going to look great. Half-Life Alex is kind of the standard, mm. uh, with in terms of like um, fidelity and, and detail. Uh, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, we, we are talking about something in the future, you know, next year, maybe even the year after that. It could it could very well look better than Half-Life Alex. Half-Life Alex was once uh, Resident Evil 8 drops in VR through PlayStation VR 2. That that could is going to be it or maybe call the, the call of the, the mountain. Is that what it's called? Yeah, there's, there's so much. There's so many awesome games that are going to be coming out in the very near future. Uh, the Asgard's effect uh, mm -hmm. will no longer be the Asgard's effect. It's going to be the Horizon effect. The PSVR 2 effect. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Fleshheater Gaming says, There are some cool experiences in dreams. I covered one, but I have a few others to check out. A great Carpenter movie way before its time. I'm not sure which. Uh, they're talking about the Thing in VR. The Thing VR, oh, yeah. Thing. We were talking about, uh, somebody was saying it would be cool to do the Thing VR, and I can't remember what the other game was before that. Oh, the... Um, uh invasion of the body snatchers and i said it'd be cool mm -hmm. to do it in a multiplayer setting right where you're you don't know if your friends are have been taken yeah. over or not that'd be super cool hell yeah you know what you know what movie would horror movie would make a, an excellent vr game Here, here's an idea for you tom if you want to make something super scary in vr uh turn as above so below oh, into a vr Creepy. experience that would be amazing mm-hmm absolutely uh anyway quickly moving toward uh getting to the end of this week's headlines but still plenty of show to go one more new announcement though that just rolled in right as i was finishing up the notes uh but 
amazingly, uh, this looks really cool. Let's check it out. Dear Nora, I am writing these lines to you, even though I know you may never read them. My research led me to this island in the heart of the Pacific. But here, I only found more puzzling enigmas. Even so, I'm convinced that I'll find an answer for your illness in this place. I swear I'll be back home soon, my love. But you never returned. What happened, Harry? Your letters led me to this idyllic, nameless island in the middle of nowhere. What did you find? Its shores speak to me in the whispers that carry on the reefs at night. I wonder if this alluring place riddled with mechanisms and contraptions is the same island that haunted me in my dreams. Perhaps they were never dreams to begin with. Harry, my love, I swear I will find you. BAFTA nominated Call of the Sea arrives on MetaQuest 2 next year. This is from Henry Stockdale at o Upload VR. BAFTA nominated puzzle adventure Call of the Sea is getting a surprise VR adaptation releasing next year on MetaQuest 2. Initially launched for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation, Call of the Sea first arrived in 2020 and was later nominated for BAFTA's Best Immersive Game. Said in the 1930s, this tells the story of Nora Everhart. We find her investigating her husband, Harry's disappearance, who vanished while searching for a cure to Nora's mysterious family illness. With only his photo and island coordinates, coordinates to work from, Nora sets off on an otherworldly tale of mystery and love, taking her to a South Pacific island near Tahiti. This story-driven adventure doesn't feature combat. Instead, story progression relies on puzzle solving. Developer Out of the Blue and publisher Raw Fury haven't confirmed much else about Call of the Seas VR adaptation. However, they've announced that more details will be revealed at Raindance Festival 2022, which takes place from October 26th until November 26th. For anyone attending, you can try out a Raindance exclusive closed alpha demo. Call of the CVR launches in 2023 on MetaQuest 2, though pricing details remain unconfirmed. Um, so this one, Eric, was a surprise to me. Uh, I'd never heard of this game, and when I uh, saw BAFTA nominated, uh, immediately I thought that this might be some kind of... Uh, 20-minute animated experience uh, but upon reading the article and then watching the trailer I mean this is why I, I kicked Shuhei Yoshida's interview from today's lineup I think this game looks really cool yeah it does I mean we were talking you know during the, the trailer that th th some of these games sneak up on us that I 
because we're so into VR that we miss a lot of these flat games that look amazing. And I was the same way. As soon as I saw BAFTA, I'm like, is that even a good thing to put in there that they want to tout? You know what I mean? But, you know, it apparently is for gameplay and it's for immersion and that's what we want. And it looks beautiful, man. We were commenting on how gorgeous this game looks. And uh, if you can see it now in VR, I mean, this is going to be something special. And it sounds like the gameplay of it uh, and you know the puzzling of it is just really, really immersive. So I, I can't wait. I mean, this looks really cool. It looks like something special. Uh, Roots, uh, what really stuck uh, me stuck to me um, from this trailer was uh, the story. It seems very intriguing and mysterious. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it definitely looks really cool. Um, intriguing, mysterious. The environment's super cool. I uh, this is what from 2020. I'm just looking at the Steam page and uh it's actually got twenty one hundred uh very positive reviews, which is which is cool. Um but yeah, I there was something that uh that you were reading that struck me as, as weird. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it was now in between, but I'll try to remember what it was. But yeah, I'm super excited to to check this out. Looks super cool. Think it's going to be enough to get uh, Scion into a meta headset? Oh, that's a good question. This was right up his alley. You know? Nope. Look, it's only nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's twenty bucks um, for the for the uh, the flat version. So I don't know. It probably it's say unconfirmed, but I would guess it's probably going to be close to the same price, right? Be my guess. So uh, they're saying that this is coming to Quest Two, but they're also saying that it's that there's going to be a playable demo at uh, the rain dance hmm. uh festival this next year uh, which is interesting because typically these uh these types of demos are almost exclusively uh pc based uh typically you know, the the these demos aren't uh made for uh standalone hardware only which you know obviously the times may be changing um but if you're someone who has access to viport um you may want to keep an eye on your library over the next uh month or two because a lot of the time stuff like this that um are, is being demoed at these festivals uh, it's actually being done so through viport so a lot of times you can catch these demos without having to attend these events yeah i think it'd probably come to pc right that'd be my guess why would it not unless meta subs are paid for it right. they'd want to put it on every platform yeah it's already on pc so I wonder if they would take that Steam version and just make it available to you, VR version, or if you'd have to rebuy it. Yeah, that's a good know. question. I don't know. Uh, certainly a lot of question marks uh, out there regarding this one. Still a long way to go before, uh, before this one uh, ever sees anyone's library. But uh, I thought it looked cool and thought it looked like it was worth a mention. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap up this week's headlines and get us into the week's reminders. And we're going to start off like we always do by talking about what's coming out this week. Already talked about uh, Bone Lab, which is, you know, the thing that's coming out on Thursday. Everyone's all excited about. But that's not all that's coming. There's actually quite a bit more uh, on the way.
Little Cities Attractions Updates actually uh, dropped a few days ago for all owners uh, of Little Cities. Absolutely free DLC. Um, the Attractions Update gives Little Cities players new ways to decorate and embellish their cities with their own style and design while adding increased depth to the gameplay across all maps. There's a new tab in the build menu for attractions, which is a collection of items ranging from beach chairs to parks to donut shops. These new items will let you add your own flair to your cities, but will also serve a larger purpose. Purpose. Each attraction will also increase your style rating, an additional new system by which the game rates your city. Uh, Eric, um, this already was a super chill and a fun way to kind of have a little art project going on in VR. It's nice to see that uh, the developers are still working on giving us, as the player, new ways to express ourselves within their world. Yeah, just in time, too, because I, it's been a while since I've been back into this game, and I think it's just it, it's time. This is another reason to pull people back in. So I think these updates are super smart. Get people back involved with the game and show them something special and now it sounds like you have a, a ton more to do in this game, uh, and I think it'll really open it up. And yeah, Purple Yonders—they're really killing it with this game. I was impressed with the original game, and you know now they've got their first update with a you know a lot of stuff in it. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, to talking about it. Uh, you know, next Wednesday, and we'll probably cover it Thursday too. Yeah. So uh, again, um, as Eric said, it's been a little while since we've been in the little cities, but uh, we are going to be checking this one out over the next few days and uh, we will give you our impressions live this Wednesday night on Strangers in the Night. I'm a little nervous. I was telling yeah. you guys between because I now the citizens are going to be raiding me and uh, I don't want to get five <laughs> stars so I better I got to get some shit going on right there's nothing worse than your citizens saying this guy sucks. Uh, so uh, are you going to are you guys going to restart or are you going to like just continue? I'm just going to continue. There's no re well. I guess I can't remember where I'm at now. I might have to restart. For all I know, I thought you were all about the raids, man. You and your Warcraft group. Oh, <laughs> I love the raids. You know what's cool? What would be cool on this is if you had an opposing faction, like in World of Warcraft, you can actually in the PvP servers, I guess, or even you can go to the other server and raid their city and kill their like main people, and like it gets in this big battle. <laughs> That'd be cool to do in VR. I really think if we can get World of Warcraft in VR, I could probably um, probably lose my job. And what else could I do? I could lose a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not a good idea. Never mind. Take it back. Yeah, man, just think about it. <laughs> Little cities, you could have enemy peoples across the uh, water. You can... Uh, Go raid them? You could, That'd be cool. You could, yeah, you, you could send people, you know, undercover into their land to overtake their uh universities and media and never mind never mind <laughs> overthrow their governments and uh, like stabilize to stabilize their banking systems and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, put also, fear of fear of uh, pandemics into their society oh i can't wait so many things you could do win a war without even firing a shot it's, uh, yeah sounds like a fun game yeah <laughs> yeah i'm in okay, let's make that game yeah <laughs> uh anyway um Little Cities wasn't the only quest game that had a significant free update drop this past week. Uh, another channel favorite also getting a very cool update.
Roots Squingle is now playable in pass-through mode. Uh, what was already one of the more unique and enjoyable experiences uh, in VR that got released last year uh, now gets all that much more uh, cool uh, with this new um, feature, which lets you play the game in your real environment. I mean, uh, I'm kind of partial to the environments that are already in the game, but this is certainly a cool trick. Yeah, if you lived in one of those like ritzy... Uh celebrity mansions you might be like fuck man uh bluebill says i'm good i'm sorry you, you cut out i thought you were done talking your your audio cut out for oh yeah no it's uh oh, it looks like my internet's doing a little weirdness here oh there we go um yeah no i um was just saying that it, it's super cool i forgot what i was gonna say now zayla maru says it's a colonoscopy simulator no i think it's more <laughs> of a uh uh pregnancy simulator is, is how it comes off to me oh, what, what do you, you think about semen? swingle eric i think it's super cool man i like this game and i was just telling you guys this is this is one game i can actually play on my vibe flow and get some use out of that freaking paperweight desk magnet but uh <laughs> you know it's it's a really cool game and i like it and, and just seeing this that we're talking about pass through of like the quest 2 with the you know with the the black and white pass through this doesn't really have me super excited for that but it has me excited for what we're going to be able to see with pass through when it gets to the color pass through yeah. when we get to other AR headsets like it like seeing this game and what they could do with this game on the the new Quest 2 Pro or Cambria or whatever you want to call it and you can have color pass through and, and see your environment then you can actually do trippy things in your own environment you know you can t you can actually blend the game environment into your own environment and then I think it takes the next step um, I mean, I'm going to check this out to see exactly what it's going to look like. But for me, this isn't that big of a deal because I don't I, I like it. Like you said, Wes, I'd almost prefer prefer their environments. But I think the next level when we get into real AR and this is AR, when we get into AR with this, that's, I think, where it's going to kind of take off. Agreed. And and I mean, there's if you're talking about um, something that has actually some clarity to the pass through, then now you can do all sorts of cool things because it's not just, you know, virtual or real i mean there's all sorts of space in between there that a really talented developer can play with right yeah yeah, yeah. and the, this uh, is just the tip of the iceberg of what you're going to see i mean this is just one game an idea of a game that you can do with ar and you know this is this these types of games and experiences are going to be very they're going to be numerous when we do get color pass through on all you know probably you know coming up you, you know your, your your quest 3 is going to have it and you know we know that you know, the Pimax Crystal is going to have it and, you know, your your Apple headset, whatever that comes, is going to have it. And, the, and those companies will be making amazing experiences. And that's what has me excited for AR. Uh, Mindjive in the chat says Virtual Virtual Reality 2 just got a significant update and is on sale uh, for 33% off right now. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that's good to know. Thank you. Uh, anyway, we also had some game announcements, uh, stuff I'm not game announcements, but we have actual games releasing this week. And wouldn't you know it, PSVR once again getting a new title added to the catalog this week. Rated T for Teen. Welcome to the Star Tenders Academy Intergalactic Internship. Hey. Hey.
Hello? Hey. Please, don't do that. Star Tenders coming to PSVR this week, March 17th. Oh, wait a minute. March 17th wasn't this week, was it? That was, uh, <laughs> that was six months ago. Oh, right? God. Uh, Time flew, right? Anyway, if you're one of the uh, dozens of people that I'm sure have been waiting for six months on the edge of their seat for Star Tenders to finally make its way to PSVR, you your wait is finally over. Star Tenders releasing later this week uh eric you're going to be checking star tenders out i don't think so yeah i i, I don't want to play this game on the quest i sure as hell you, don't want to break my playstation vr out to play this game there's about there's about 75 other titles i could would, would rather play on the playstation vr than this you played through this game the full game on the quest i thought yeah no i did not <laughs> <laughs> I have never jumped into I I do this all the time and people kill me for it because they're like, you're shooting all over a game you've never played before. I know this game. I'm telling you right now. This is a cooking game. This is basically a time management shitty cooking game like we've seen all a million times before. I don't need to get in this plane, this game to know what it is. Um, but I can't wait for Wes to play it. You should stream it, I think. Yeah. Well, I am going to play it and I'm not going to pass judgment on it until I do. So there you go. Uh, I, I don't know. For... What are you talking about? Eric? I know. I know. I... Hey, hey, I know where my shortcomings are and me wanting to shit all over games I haven't played is one of them. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> this feels good. Uh, it does. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, you know, um, for what it's worth, I, like most of these cooking and bartender stuff games that i've played before have all had their uh, strong points and have been fun to play it's just not my favorite genre of game and uh you know there are people out there who enjoy stuff like this mm. and uh, we're going to judge it from their perspective and uh, see how good it is so stay tuned for that I, my my eight-year-old daughter will absolutely love this game just like she loves job simulator and you know clash of chefs and you know any other one of those other games this is just not a game that's meant for us i don't but think this has got aliens and cool star creatures eric all right that's all right i said i'm gonna i'll, I'll stream it next week <laughs> it just changed your mind right <laughs> so uh psvr getting its very own quest port and pcvr players saying hey what about us where's our quest port Are we sure about this plan? Shit! I'll have to find another way around. No, he wouldn't. What's happening? Ezra, can you hear me? Thank you. 
It is too late for them. Save yourself. So I'm doing today's uh, show prep, as I always do on Sunday. I'm going through all the different stores, trying to uh, see if there's any surprises, anything uh, coming this week that I didn't know, didn't know that's already uh, was going to be dropping. And I noticed something very interesting on the coming soon list on Steam, and that is this title, Resist, which happens to be, in my opinion, the best work from the very talented group over there at the Binary Mill. Uh, this was an excellent game on Oculus Quest. It launched late last year. And um, we always kind of said w that we hoped uh, to one day see this come to PC. And apparently that day is coming very soon, five days from now, when this launches on SteamVR. Now, not much known about this. All, all that I know is what I've picked up from the, um, the, the Steam listing for it. There's no new trailer. As you could tell, that was the Oculus Quest launch trailer. I don't know if this is going to be a straight quest port, if it's going to be PC upgraded. Uh, I sent uh, a message out to the devs earlier today. Obviously, I haven't had time to get a response yet. Uh, I don't know anything about this PC version. All I know is that this is a great game and that now people like Scion uh, or others that uh, refuse to buy Quest 2, uh, their library just got a little bit better. Or potential library sign says, I think I will resist playing this game. I think you're missing out, you're missing bro. Big uh, time. It was the game. I was just saying between the thing, it, just the gameplay alone was amazing. So if they do, you know, even if they just bring the game as a straight port, which like Eric said, would be extremely lazy with the amount of time it took since the last game came out. Um, and of course, of course, they could be working on other games. This might just be like a small project, but I think it's going to be... Um, my prediction is that they're going to take advantage of the hardware and it's going to look better, at least sharper. And um, so I'm looking forward to it. I want to go back into this. I just watching the trailer, like Eric was saying, it, it made me want to play it again. And that uh, because it's so much fun. Yeah, it's an excellent game. Uh, great movement system. Uh, awesome map. Cool story and a lot of replayability here. Uh, certainly a lot of meat left on the bone, Eric, uh, with regards to a second launch on PC. Yeah, for sure. And if Scion's thinking that, you know, I, I don't want to play a game because it came out in the Quest first, don't don't judge it by that because this game is excellent. There's a lot to this game. It's 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 got story, it's got a great movement mechanic, it's got good, you know, gun gunplay. Um the you know, the the boss battles are, are really cool. Um it's got a progression system in it. There's a lot here, so just don't judge it as uh, I I won't play any quest ports cuz that would be unfortunate because this is a lot to this game and it's really good. And, and I do want to go back into this game now and man, I hope they make it like they, uh, they, you know, use some, use some of the meat behind the, the PC and actually make this game look even better than it was. Cause it did look great on the, on, on the quest already. Spider-Man with guns. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Spider-Man with guns. And Onikazi said, uh, perfect says think open world swar swarm. If they did a graphical upgrade, uh, I think they would uh, highlight that on the page. I think, well, that's true. I guess they probably would be touting, screaming about it, but I don't know. We didn't even know this thing existed before Wes stumbled onto it, right? I don't know why they're not even screaming from the top of their lungs that, hey, we got a game coming out this week. Yeah, it's kind of weird, to be honest. kind of weird. Um, 
No yeah. press, no press mm-hmm. release, no new trailer, no nothing. Just uh, a random store listing tipped us off. Uh, somebody yeah. was saying uh, cro- uh, Space Dance and Cross by, please. Yeah, well, uh, Oculus Store, please. I don't even know that this is coming to their <laughs> store, right? Or Meta, sorry. Yeah. There is no listing for it. I did check. Okay. Anyway, that's what's out this week. Uh, let's move on to a uh, Viport report. We haven't done a Viport report in a oh, while. Wow. And what Slacking. a better occasion to, uh, to to check in on what's happening with Viport Infinity than this week as Viport is turning six years old. So happy birthday, champ. You're a big boy now. Um, obviously, uh, as Viport often does, uh, celebrating with a special promotion for their Infinity subscribers. So if you're a subscriber to Infinity Annual... Uh, you will this week get After the Fall and Ultra Wings 2 permanently added to your library. So those games will be playable forever, even after your Infinity uh, subscription ends. Uh, so that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, if you sign up for Infinity Monthly, uh, they will give you Ultra Wings 2 to keep, plus a free month of Infinity on the house. So wow. two months for the price of one. That's a pretty damn good deal. Well, why would you looking at this? Why? I mean, aside from the free month, like you get these free games. Why would you not? You it's four dollars cheaper. It's almost yeah. a third cheaper. Um, you know what I mean? Like and and it, it, they're all billed monthly. So right, yeah, you're not paying up front. Yeah, right. I mean a lot of most things like this, they would say, okay, it's it's eight ninety nine, but you've got to pay them the year in advance. They don't do that, and uh, they're always adding games. So I, I I think it's a good a good deal to. Uh, get the 899 yearly annual pass yeah absolutely and again it's over a thousand pc games uh playable the moment you subscribe so uh, it's a great deal yeah i just renewed uh, this morning just renewed this morning nice well if you got just especially if you just got into vr and and like wes said there's so many things that we just talked about that uh i can't remember what the game was um that's coming out it has something coming out to it from this pos potentially the the call of the the sea right um they do stuff like that all the time all these indie things all these things that let's be honest i'm not going to run out and pay money for but i love to check out and uh and viveport's right there giving you access to them so for that it's it's perfect uh there's also a part of this anniversary um celebration um that they have put together an anniversary collection of infinity titles uh if you go on to twitter and share what your favorite anniversary collection title is uh you'll be entered uh into a drawing to win uh possibly a copy of drunken bar five so uh, cool all kinds of partying <laughs> going on happy birthday by port uh still the best deal in vr highly recommend to all of you yeah Absolutely. Hell Look yeah. at that Wanderer, man. Talk about game That's I need to one. go back to. Crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah so many good titles. Vert, Vert, the original Vertigo um, that you're probably going to want to cover, you know, check out again soon if you, if you haven't checked it out because Vertigo 2 is coming. There's so many big titles in there, man. Frack is in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could, yeah, we could go on and on. So many great titles in Infinity. I guarantee you watch this, what I'm just slowly scrolling through for. Oh, my God. The Room. Holy shit. I, oh. I didn't have to buy. I should have just been buying people <laughs> subscriptions to fucking Viport Infinity and saving myself 
20 bucks. I you could be do you could still do that. Look at that. LA Noir, <laughs> the, the case files. I mean, yeah, like Wes said, there's so many. Just right now, I, I, I'm wanting to rave about Vibe for it all over again. Every time I look at their page, <laughs> this is why we uh they sponsor us. So yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Guido7335 with the $10 donation says, have a great stream, everyone. Thank you, Wes, Eric, and Roots. Well, thank you, Guido, yeah. for your ongoing awesome support, not only of us, but our entire community. You rock, dude. Yeah. He's the single-handedly the, the reason why I'm going to have really cool skins and emotes for Fortnite because he bought me, uh, uh, well, he gave me 30 bucks. Uh, he was going to give me um, pro NFL. I said, I've already got access to it. And so I got some, you know, access to some coinage for Fortnite because it is coming to VR and I want to get ready. I'm getting ready. He's so, Wes. he's so good. He, he donated two copies to people in uh, the live stream chat uh, last night for uh, when we were doing after the fall, two copies to just two people in chat of after the fall. Cause they had just mentioned that they would love to play this game. They just didn't have the coin to do it right now. And he was like, dude, he really bought two copies. That's a $30 game. And Donated you know a couple of uh, Mr. Tass Swing Plus controller grips uh, that we are going to be giving away uh, as a part of some special wow. content coming up very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. That's yeah. crazy. You know what's convinced me, and Wes can back this up, everybody, and I mean every single person in Kentucky is a gem, gem a really good person, and they'll give you the shirt off of their back. So like, let them into your house and let them sleep on your couch. We It'll should just okay. move there. Just move Let's there. Just move the whole show there. Yep. Just we can all do it room, from bro. Wes's couch. <laughs> <laughs> two couches, bro. Oh, nice. Uh, anyway, happy birthday, Viport. Thank you, Guido, for the uh, support. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you very much. We really appreciate uh, it. Anyway, uh, let's move along to our next reminder. It's time for us all to do our part to support the development community out there by taking a moment of our time, all of us together in real time, as we all go and wish list a title. It could be something we've talked about today. could be uh, something completely unrelated. Uh, but this is a big deal to developers out there. It helps them raise the profile of their games on the various different platforms and um, also helps them to gauge interest. Let them know, are people interested in their game? Are people thinking about buying it? Well, it's a good way to uh, for them to track that. And all it takes is less than a minute of your time to uh, to go in, uh, in just a couple clicks. So uh, please join us right now as we go and wishlist something. Roots, what are you going to wishlist? A few seconds, few cut less than a minute. It took me a second, two seconds. Um, I wishlisted uh, off of our, it was one of the games that we um, was resist. Because I want to know when that game nice. is coming. I'm ready. I'm ready to try it right now. Sion, I would recommend you check it out, bro. It's cool. I am, as as I say this, I am clicking add to wish list on Bone Lab. Um, I think we are, we're all pretty excited for Bone oh Lab. Eric, God. what are you going to wish list? Um, that's a so good question. Excited. I am going to do both Bone Lab. Oh, my God. I didn't even thought of that. And yeah. resist. Oh, my God. I got to do that. I never thought of that. I'm doing both. It's gonna what? Be. That's against the rules, man. He <laughs> yeah. said we're going to help out a developer, not all the fucking developers. Yeah, now he's up and up the game. You think you're better than me? You think oh, you're better man. than me? This man legitimately <laughs> thinks that he is better than us. 
Hey, the Chinatown deed, she felt left out. She wanted to get a shout out, I guess, apparently, with a a misfire there. But uh, yeah, Eric does think he's better than us, I think, Wes. (laughs) So Scion is resisting uh, the wish list of resist. What? And, uh, what? I don't understand do the hate for resist. I don't understand why. What? What? Yeah, why? I don't know. It's not a cooking game. You should be all right. It's a great game. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Spider Man with puzzles uh, with guns, bro. It's not missed. He's we can't play it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, that's going to bring us to, uh, oh, by the way, thank you to everyone who, uh, who participated in, uh, wishlisting a game with us just then. Be sure to let us know in the, uh, comments down below what you wishlisted this week. And that is going to bring us to our final reminder this week and every week. And that is how you can do your part to help support us, our channel, our community. There are many things that you can do. The most important of which is click that big red button that says subscribe, but don't stop there. Be sure to click the bell as well so that you can be notified as we go live here on the Virtual Strangers channel, uh, which is more and more often these days, right? We're we're, uh, we're putting out content like madmen, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Sign of the times, busy, busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Uh, of course, if you've already done that and you'd like to do a little something extra to support us, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon. You'll see a link in the description below. $3 per month, that's all we ask. Less than a dollar per week, and you get access to our weekly show notes. You get access to insider updates. You get exclusive content. Again, all for less than a dollar per week. And you get to go to bed and, uh, and sleep easily at night knowing that you did your part to help our community to grow so thank you to all of our 25 patrons out there we love you all um and we very much appreciate your support absolutely and we're actually we got some stuff exciting stuff coming up we're going to be using the money for and oh, uh yeah. um pretty soon um wolvie says he wish listed ultimax wolvie <laughs> just get the game bro don't wish list it man you can be i'm gonna buy it, it right for now. i'll buy it for him right now <laughs> yeah, all right i'm just gonna get it you know just- what Everyone in chat tonight, I'll buy a key of Ultimax. You what, get what, Ultimax. What? You Dude, get Ultimax. That's, that's it. Where's Oprah? Everybody gets <laughs> Ultimax tonight. I don't want to play it. I heard it had gamepad controls. Oh, what? my God. I'm out. <laughs> what? You don't have to use a wire, though. Oh, oh that's, that's true. true. You're back yeah, in. That's true. I'm back that's in. True. I'm in. I'm in, bro. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in Manual again. reloads? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, what else? Oh, of course, uh, you know, maybe you don't have $3 per month to support us on uh, Patreon, but what you could do is come hang out with us for free on the Virtual Strangers Discord. There is an invitation link in the description in the description down below. And, uh, yeah, this is where we live. It's where we hang out 24-7, lurking in the background, just waiting to pounce out and talk about VR news <laughs> at a moment's notice. Uh, but that's not all. We talk about flat games. We talk about life, music comedy we get together to play games um yeah man we're a community in every sense of the word and we invite you to become part of the whole come home yeah come home and all you know, we ask is to wipe your uh, feet off you know who else wants to be part of the whole My mom. <laughs> she is the whole bro <laughs> she wants everybody to be part of oh whole. she's trying to suck everybody <laughs> in oh yeah Crazy. she's talking oh. she, she's the whole whole <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a way to end the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Butt jokes. And I'm not talking about the whole butt. I'm talking about the butthole. Oh. 
<laughs> oh man uh and with that said friends i'd like to thank you all once again for watching for eric and roots i'm wes we'll see you tomorrow on the vr Crewcast. bye take it easy see you later